right, let's go just jump right in here. What's going on, man? How are you? Wham, bam, jeez. Yeah, just we're striding. Just, just go for it. No intro. All those nope. intros we practiced nope. for ten years. Nope, it's gone. We're just feels like it's been a year or something. <laughs> it has been. Yeah, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. It's good to see you. Yeah. So obviously, we've been wanting to do this for a while. So um, yeah. Uh, in California, they have the three strike rule. I don't necessarily agree with it, <laughs> but in this case. I think it applies very, very well, man. That's no, why I'm not, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I didn't want to lose. My I'd have spot. had to. I'd have had to cut you off. Like you'd been like never again. Just like just, you know. How are you, man? I'm doing well. It's uh, yeah. I mean, we 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 kind of have talked a few times over the months. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. I mean, everybody's healthy and haven't lost anybody and uh, doing fine. Dude, we have so much like. There's so much we could talk about. I know. Like, we, we, we can start at the beginning. Good to see you all out there. It's been a long time. Uh, really good to see you guys. That's the only thing I've missed. I'll say that right away is is you guys, the people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that one scene from like Jurassic Park when uh, the lawyer runs away from the kids. He left us. He left yeah. us. Yeah, man. Okay. So I don't even let's let's go ahead. I got some. I got to pause these tunes in the background. There we go. All right. Now I. Don't hear that. All right. Um, wow. Okay. So last time we were talking, we were talking about ships, life, boats, container homes. Um, obviously, moving. we have a yeah moving uh, man. It's how's it been since you since disconnected? We well, yeah. Let's let's start from like let's go back a little bit. How how's how's it been since me and you and the contract ended with PGI? How's that been? Like, what was the shift for, like for you? Um. You know, timing is everything. And it's funny, uh, Rebecca and I have talked a, a few times about how in life, things that are happening at the moment seem big or frustrating. Yeah, cheers. Here, here's the cheers. cheers to you. This is not whiskey, chat. This is coffee. I'll get to that story later. I had the old NGNG uh, mug. But anyway, um, it was just kind of good timing. In February, we were getting frustrated with... Um, our daughter's school and when we first caught wind of the coronavirus and kind of had an idea what was going on we just pulled her out of school so we we started actually kind of social distancing in february um so we were a little bit uh, you know ahead of the game um and it just happened to coincide with you know march 1st we moved here into this our new house uh it's about 15 minutes from either one um and this just moving into this house first of all moving out of our old house was super difficult it was super sad we we loved that house it was an amazing house very happy that we got to live there for the you know couple years that we did um but moving here turned out to be kind of a blessing in disguise it's a much smaller house i'm talking you know a quarter of the size or something yeah, yeah. but we're a five minute walk from the beach um, we got a great road out here where Micah finally learned to ride her bike. Um, she had been struggling with it before that. The street out here is totally quiet, totally nicely paved, learned how to ride her bike in a day. Um, so, you know, certain things with the family, it worked out with social distancing. We were able to go on uh, hikes a lot and, and kind of keep to ourselves or whatever. And so the, the, the house and the neighborhood and all that turned out to be uh, pretty good and also significantly cheaper, which went well with losing our jobs. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, 
basically from that point on, I knew I needed to do something different or that I wanted to do something different. I did um, apply for a couple jobs and even got way far with another developer, yeah. a game developer in uh, Seattle. Yeah, like uh, four interviews, starting with the CEO and then did, you know, one with the game designer and one with the writer and then had one with everybody and then did a five or six hour project. Um, and it came down to basically me and one other person and the other person got it. But in all honesty, I mean, I would have taken the job just because it was work. But in all honesty, I was kind of done with the game industry. Yeah. And so I only was like half-heartedly uh into it which might have been you know why i lost it i don't know um but anyway so i'm still unemployed um but i've been doing the javascript boot camp since i pretty much since the beginning although i did have some pretty significant um kind of lost my track with the javascript thing because i got super focused on getting a boat oh yeah um yeah so we'll yeah. get to that but that's still ongoing that's hopefully kind of going to be my fallback is um some programming in the future so, in 2021 like obviously uh people are hearing it from your side we've talked a little bit about it in the past but um i don't know how much we've talked i mean we've talked a little bit about it in the one podcast after after the fact but do you feel like you're in a better headspace removing your like what what was the stress like the stressors for me um of course was me no 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 apart <laughs> i mean yeah there was definitely a part of that yeah, but I mean, that wasn't like a negative. That was just yeah. like it, you never want to see someone you care for like stressing out. And it was a big and, you know, like I always I was. Yeah. And I always like I would say I brushed it off more so just because like one, I like I didn't see another way to look about it. But just because it's like, hey, if it is what it is, we'll tackle it at the said point in time. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of the military in me. Like, hey, you know. Deal with it with what in front of you. Don't worry about what you can't control. And I, you know, but on the the other side of things, like, um, just the 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 stress of it. You seem every every single time I talk to you, except for like some of the other crazy stuff going on in the world and in the country and in the White House and stuff like that. And we can dive into that. I don't really care either. But like, it's up to you. Um, <laughs> hold on to your boots. Uh, yeah. we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Yeah. Um. Done. You seem in a better place, like headspace. Is that like because your creativity, like, is it coming back? Is it like you you were a gamer, then it turned into a profession and a profession that you had to navigate the ins and outs. And it like it wasn't fun, like in, in that regard. And I, and I feel like you seem to be in a better place. I mean, is that it's. It happened to me before when I got into the music business. I started off being a musician, and then I started, uh, you know, recording in recording studios, and then working in a recording studio, then running a recording studio, then running um, a couple of small indie labels, and then it's got all kind of business and dealing with lawyers and contracts. And I did the music business for about the same amount of time, about ten years. And by the end, I was so burned out, I literally couldn't really enjoy music for like three years after that. Um, after I left the music industry. And I could definitely compare it to that. Um, I have no regrets, you know, other than my stressing, which is, yeah. wasn't healthy for me. But other than that, um, it was an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and ha I have great memories, you know, yeah. everything from us getting our first, you know, contract basically, and, 
you know, getting paid to do something that we love all the way to all the Metcons and, and yeah. you know, everything else and, and building up what we did. Yeah. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I think now, and I've talked about this a little bit on stream, like if we could have gone back because streaming and like being what we were doing wasn't like a norm and it still isn't a norm, but the idea like I would have went back and I would have said, Hey, this is what we're going to do. You know, we will, we will uh, handle it more like what a, a streamer does now for like sponsors or like whatever, like sponsor, like, Hey, we'll stream your game from, you know, 12 to 4, 12 to 5, 12 to 6 every single day. This is, you know, the time frame. But outside of that, that's all. We're not obligated to do anything else. Maybe like a tweet or Facebook, like that's fine. But for me looking at it, it was one of those where like now I know that. And now I could say like going back and like, hey, this is our rates and blah, blah, blah. And then that would have left us so much room for growth outside of just that. Because I Absolutely. like that's where I feel like I'm I'm even struggling right now is like, MWO is dying. It's on the way out. We have no information from Russ. I've who knows? Uh, Mech Five is getting Del C. Cool, but like to to ex especially with a small IP to like make a your career based off of that. Well, what happens if that IP is dying or not getting the amount of content? Well, and we found so, out. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like hindsight's 2020. That's what I've done in like what 2012. I would have been like, hey, you know, like this is what we're doing. Outside of that, we're able to cover and do what we want and blah the blah thing blah. Is there was really no precedent, you know, like no. we, we had no idea what we were getting into. We didn't know how to go about it. We didn't know what the future was going to hold. Um, but you know, again, it is what it is yeah. <laughs> to quote our president. Um, and, uh, I, it, it, you know what it felt like a lot to me, like I, same with the music business, same with everything I do when I, and the funny thing is everything I do tends to last for like 10 years and then I get bored, but it, I, or I get tired of it, burnt out. I put everything I have into it. And like I lived and breathed NGNG from the time we started it till the time we finished it. Yeah. Um, it stressed me because I cared, you know, and, and uh, it was just everything. It was my life, it was my focus and <clears throat> wasn't necessarily a healthy relationship. And, and again, it's, this isn't a knock on anybody or any entity, it was not a knock on PGI. Uh, again, it was, you know, everything was our own doing. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was, it felt very much when we finished it like a breakup. And I just had to, you know, totally give, yeah. take space. You, you know, I had to space myself. Yeah. Yeah. And even like playing video games, I was trying to play video games for months. Like I just, but I got burnt, man. Like as far as video games go right now, I'm, I'm looking forward to cyberpunk and I'm really interested in uh, Microsoft flight simulator, which is yeah. out now. Yeah. Um, you know, but I haven't bought flight sim because all my money's going into my boat. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I just kind of even, you know, I've been a gamer my whole life since, yeah. uh, you know, the Atari 2600 or before that, even the, the, yeah. the asteroids console. Um, so it's totally a part of me. It's it's in my bones. In fact, my daughter's becoming a gamer now. <laughs> She's totally addicted to Minecraft. She's addicted to this uh, YouTuber log dot zip, and you know. And I'm seeing a little version of me, and uh, you know. Now I'm the old guy going. I'm so tired of hearing your YouTuber shut him off. You know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's funny how it all how comes it full circle. circle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and but you know it is totally a part of me, and I appreciate gamers and and the and you know 
everything about it. And I still talk to people about games, but I just kind of had to pull back and take a break. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it's anything wrong to say it may not ever be the same, but you're moving on and that's life too, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think what's a common theme here is you got too close to the sun. Something that was a hobby became not just a job, but a chore. And yeah. like, you know, and again, you're right, 100%. We put ourselves like, I think if we would have went to Russ and said like, hey, Russ, we're, you know, like, we would like to try this. I, you know, I don't know how receptive he would have been just because like, I do think he reviewed, like, he was like, no, you know, we're paying you to be, you know, like, you're ours, you're not, you know, anybody else's or we don't want you covering other stuff. I always, I mean, you, I mean you agreed and we fought uh, we didn't agree with him because we said you know like you like even BattleTech, like it's like you do realize there's cross promotion i mean it's it's you know same thing if i go and play whatever uh game and someone follows or subs to the channel guess what they're gonna be watching me when i stream um MechWarrior. but uh yeah no it's it's good so good to see everybody in chat right yeah everybody's yeah, been wondering we had, we had a glass ceiling you know um and we knew that and we felt it for many years and that was that was the frustrating thing is when we had you know pretty significant growth for a certain amount of years and then we all of a sudden realized oh we just hit the ceiling and and we wanted to basically build a bigger audience for our channel which would have in our opinions built a bigger audience for mwo and and so forth but again you know it is uh, it is what it is 2020 and all that stuff i you know I'm happy that we did it. Like yeah. I never, oh, yeah. never will forget it. Um, I'm really proud of what we did. Um, I learned a lot of, of who. I learned a lot of uh, business. Yeah. That now I am applying to doing, you know, what I do. And but yeah, yeah. like I mean, and we talked about like, well, let's let's just create another channel, and it's like, well, then you just got to build everything from the scratch, and then you're doubling up and stuff like that, and it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was. It, it all happened the way it needed to happen, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. and in, including turning NGNG over to you. And um, it just it's it, it was meant to be the way it went. And I'm super happy to see you succeeding with it and having fun. And um, you're you're obviously in your element. I'm feeling a lot more in my element. My element changed over the years, but, um, you know, I'm feeling a lot more. Um, well, and especially now that I have my boat and I'm, as you know, I've been able to kind of get a little bit creative again yeah. um god that has felt good i can't tell you i was probably a couple months ago i was feeling kind of no i was feeling depressed um because i needed to be creative again like i was it would been too many months of just kind of the same routine and the you know the covid routine or whatever and yeah um i was just dying to get creative again so and let's so now let's dive into that i mean like mm -hmm. me and you talked about uh and obviously you're you're you talked about getting a boat. You talked about, <laughs> so you you went through some roller coasters where you were like looking at it and then it would be gone or um, the, you know, financial obviously was another thing, uh, transportation, logistics, uh, where you're going to keep it, how you're going to keep it, what kind of boat. Then you were looking at getting a smaller boat and then you were looking at- Dude, you're all over the place. You were all yeah, over I mean, the place. It really started last, the end of last year, we went up to Friday Harbor and we looked at that big 54 foot uh, What's, boat what started we were going to live on. Like what, what, mm -hmm. what gave you the idea of living on a boat? Did you watch like some like tiny house mm -hmm. thing and that's where it caught you or was this like a back in the well, 80s? You want to go way back? Well, when yeah, did, let's go yeah, way when, back. when did, when did this idea pop in your head? 
I've thought about it and I've talked with like side strafe and, and um, other people about it. And I think there's a reason I wore this shirt I, and I'll show you real quick. Okay. Millennium Falcon. So yeah, I yeah. kind of think the Millennium Falcon has at least the Millennium Falcon and maybe the Enterprise from Star Trek has a little bit to do with okay. initiating the idea. I loved the idea of exploring and, and having, and, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and having your own ship and a crew. I remember back when I was a teenager and in my early 20s and stuff, I, want, I, you know, I heavily considered joining the military, and it happened to be the Navy. You can, you can give the jabs you want or whatever at the Navy. But um, it was because I wanted to be a crew on a ship. I even thought about, after I realized I wasn't going to do the military, I even thought about crewing a, uh, like a cargo ship. Because I just, there was something about it. I think it was, the, it was the exploration for sure, but it was also the camaraderie. I missed that from high school football, you know, having your team, having your crew. Yeah. And you all there for each other, you know. And uh, I grew up in a, you know, Santa Cruz, California, tons of boats all the time. And I grew up around the ocean in boats. And so it just kind of, I think, over the years, the weird thing I've talked to people about this is like, why did it blossom for me in the last few years or really explode as, a, as an interest? And I think it was because when we first moved here to Port Townsend, we moved here in August. And right at the beginning of September, there was a big wooden boat festival they have here every year. And they had amazing boats right when we moved here. And all of a sudden, I, we saw them, Rebecca and I, and I'm, we're like, these are beautiful. We love these boats. And a lot of them are old classics from like the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and stuff like that. And, um, and it, so it just kind of opened my eyes to boating again, where I hadn't thought of it for a long time. And, um, and, and so we started talking to people. We started making friends. We started meeting people that live on boats here uh, that do it you know, all year round. They live on their boat. And it just made us start thinking about it. I've always been into the alternative homes and lifestyles, you know, like, uh, like we've talked about before, container homes, earthship homes, um, tiny homes, whatever. Yeah. I love Hobbit homes. There's a couple of really cool ones up here in the Pacific Northwest that are literally like Hobbit homes. Yeah. And I just love all that alternative living. And it was also cost-wise, you know, living in the West Coast and, and definitely up here is very expensive. And living on a boat can be... Uh, a lot less expensive um, and a lot, you know, you can buy a really nice boat for under a hundred thousand dollars as compared to a home, yeah. even 50,000, even 25,000, you can buy something that's uh, you can live aboard. And so uh, financially, you know, it interested me lifestyle. It interested me being able to explore, you know, if I could, if I could do a job, if I could get a boat and do like, shipping around the pacific northwest i would do that job in a heartbeat you know like uh playing um uh what's that space elite uh you know i love space yeah. trucking you know and i would do that in real life if i could there's no way you can do that kind of job anymore but if i could i'd do it in a heartbeat you know and maybe some smuggling in there too uh for my inner haunt <laughs> you, you but, can uh, you could go do like tugboat stuff right be like part of yeah. crew up there like tugboat yeah sort of thing, i've right? seen yeah, totally. And those jobs do pop up. But the thing is, I don't, the other thing I've realized is I don't want to be away from my family. Yeah. And, and those tugboat things, you're out for days and days yeah. over a week sometimes. And so that didn't really fit my lifestyle now. Yep. Um, I've been feeling a real sense of urgency to spend as much time as I can with my family. And so that's another thing with the boat. Um, is, do you feel, and, and we've already been doing it. You feel that, I was going to ask, the boat and the how things have have happened it's a part like do you think that's a part like obviously you have older kids but now but with your youngest i mean that's got to play a part in all this right is like you know, and then with covid i 
it's funny because like news and stuff would it would almost sell the picture that it's like chaos or like people angry everywhere but I, like i see the complete opposite in our neighborhoods that we walk around and visit and family like and I, you know i've got my mom's been living with us for about four or five months now so like you know the yeah. family unit and how important time is and stuff like that i mean that's got to play in a factor of like where you are in your life right like and why uh, that huge yeah that micah's gonna turn 10 soon you know i'm 48 um so i'm approaching 50 and yeah there's you know i people i grew up with man have died from heart attacks and stuff you know so like <laughs> i hate being old but like sometimes you know i'll get a little chest pain or something like that and i'll be thinking in my back of my head yeah. am i gonna die you know and 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 when i get that way i think i get this urgency to live my life now and that's a, actually a big boater thing because um a lot of people in the wanting that are interested in boats there's there's always a someday someday i'll get a boat yeah. someday i'll go sailing someday i'll live aboard whatever and that someday doesn't come for 95 percent of the people out there and i just realized you know i'm gonna grab this life by the nuts man and not let it go by and and that's pretty much what i'm doing and, and yeah so that my family time and being with my family and um doing what i want to do and and love to do definitely played a part in it COVID played a part in it you know it, the, this boat is a little bit of a, an escape hatch as well um we could live aboard it if we wanted to it wouldn't necessarily be comfortable because it's not as big of a boat as we would get if we were doing full-time live aboard um but we could and also like we like i said we're in a small house so if our older kids come visit they have a place they can stay on the boat and um you know that has all the facilities they need and can you um, um you do you have a uh, a boat picture you can toss me in discord and i can share you so. can just uh or i can send people to our website yeah you can do that you want to do that it's yeah. uh discover pnw as in pacific northwest discover pnw.com um i can type in chat or you can actually i probably can't because I'm, yeah, can. I'm in my alternate uh there it is anyway you can go there and all our, our youtube channel is up uh, i actually launched everything today i was up all night yeah. <laughs> getting ready for this podcast so i can launch my stuff um, but I would appreciate all the follows and, and subs and all that stuff, if you guys don't mind. Um, if you're at all interested in boats and the boating lifestyle, I'm going to be doing a lot of outdoor stuff um, with drones, uh, sky drones, air drones, as well as underwater drones. Man, I got my eyes on a really cool underwater drone. But uh, anyway, I'm just going to basically, I, I've fallen in love with Pacific Northwest, and that's what my passion project here is about, is, is discovering the Northwest, Pacific Northwest for the first time for myself yeah. and then hopefully people can join me on that uh on that journey um but yeah i got an old classic uh, 1946 matthews sedan cruiser it's a 38 foot boat and um it's a it's an old wooden classic boat and i love her okay let me go ahead and I'll... it's called iron feather currently that was um it's been that since uh i think the early 2000s but we i changed the name to shadow facts so that is the boat right there. That is the boat. That is the boat. The boat. Um, yep. So this, in my opinion, was a lot better of a, of a fit than some of the other ones you were looking at. You were looking at almost like a, what you consider like a, like a jet ski, like the one, you know, where you could trip, like, and I was like, ah, and then, well, yeah, so that, that was, and then that fell underneath. Yeah. And I was like, so good. There's actually, 
So the the big fifty four foot one we were looking at yeah. last year, we just decided we didn't want to do it. It was uh, needed too much work to be comfortable. Um, then there were two boats actually that we looked at that we had made offers, but we needed to get it uh, surveyed, which is like when you're buying a house and somebody surveys yeah. it. Same thing with a boat because it's a lot of money, and so you need to make sure that you know you're not buying a something that's going to cost you ten thousand dollars the next day after you buy it. So we had surveys lined up and everything, and basically. So what's happened with COVID is the boating industry has exploded. Uh, it's a total seller's market. Um, typically, it's a buyer's market. Um, but so many people have been purchasing, especially the 25 to 30 foot range boats, um, because they haven't been able to go out on their normal vacations, Disney World, uh, Europe or whatever. So people are buying boats. And what people were doing, I, you know, we insisted on basically having a survey before we bought the boat because I didn't know enough about boats and I wasn't going to trust people. And um, so what was happening is people were coming up to the, we'd, we'd have surveys lined up. We'd, you know, we're, yes, we totally want to buy this boat as long as the survey comes out clean and all that. Well, I'd get messages and say, Hey, sorry, sold the boat. And they would sell it to people who weren't even getting a survey. They would just say, I'll yeah. give you this amount cash it's money for them. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I understood that, but it was frustrating as hell. So there are two boats actually that we wanted before this one. Um, but again, it's a, it's a matter of life working out the way it was meant to be, you know, even with our, like I was saying, with our move here to a smaller house and, and whatever, um, the boat situation was the same. You know, we, we missed those two boats. I was really frustrated because I put a lot of work, man. It's so much work buying boats and lining up surveyors and, and transport and all this stuff. And then actually when we were in uh seattle getting our dog um we knew that this one boat had just dropped significantly in price and so rebecca's like well do you want to go and check it out right now and i said sure and we got there we checked it out and i told him that night please don't show it to anybody else we want it <laughs> yeah so yeah and it worked so out i know yeah yeah okay. so well, I was, Dude, can I, was, I just say real quick, like your camera looks way too good. What the hell are you doing? How is your camera look so damn good? I've been at work. Do sir. you have a new one? No, it's the Brio, man. It's just light, lighting, light, light, yeah. and light. It's all Dude, about the lighting. Is, yeah. Also, do you like my? What are you office? in a cafeteria? Do you like or? my office? It's uh, yeah. <laughs> the next digital frontier. Like I was, I, I, it sucks because like I've been doing the the this, you know, as far as green screen, but then. Like, how do I set it up? And then I was like, I just yeah. created this all today because I was like, I want a new podcast. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, I did like a, I took a picture and then I blurred the background. I was trying to look for like something like mech hanger or whatever, but I couldn't find one. And so I was like, all right, well, screw it. I'll just, well, uh, I just hung that up for you. It looks beautiful. That's all I did. It looks, <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. You know, no. Um, yeah. Well, so, okay. good. no, I mean, yep. um, so the, it's funny, you know, COVID with all the stuff going on as well. Like I was doing some, cause you know, I've, I've thought about like creating a separate channel as well and doing just outside of gaming because funny yeah. enough, like gaming, as far as YouTube and like the metrics and analytics and, uh, uh, ads, uh, on average for every thousand views, you only earn around two to $3 max. Some people earn less than that. And, that may sound like, okay, well that two, $3 doesn't, there's upwards of like 20 to $40 CPMs basically on that in other stuff, because the problem is gaming, uh, since the whole ad apocalypse, 
ads don't want anything to do with guns, violence, yeah. so forth. And so if you're under the game, anyways, it's just one of those things where like, and growth and it's saturation and stuff like that and like gaming. Yeah. So I've thought about like, you know, doing that as well. Like, I mean, and you're living basically where you found something that you really enjoy and that you're, you're taking that creativity and dumping it back into, you yep. know, website, getting uh, the YouTube going. We've got a video to show off in a bit as well. Um, okay, yeah. so you buy the boat. What? Let's talk about, do you have to insure the damn boat? Like, how does that oh, even dude. work? <laughs> I'm, I'm in an insurance nightmare right now. Um, yeah, you, you have to insure it just like you do a, a, a home car. Or a car and a, right? Yeah. Um, most of the marinas around here require a minimum of 300,000 liabilities, some of them up to a million. Um, and it's really freaking hard to insure an old wooden boat. Like, really. I think it's going to come down to, like, um, I've, I'm pretty much gone through all the major insurers now. I think it's going to come down to, like, Guido's insurance on some beach in Florida, you know? Um, and it's just, you know, it is what it is. I've, I've talked to a lot of people who've gone through the same struggle and you just got to make a hundred. Is that because and, of materials? Is that just because the age of the boat? Like, why would like, is it just an older all, boat? All, all of the above. It's, it's the materials. Wood boats are more expensive to insure. Old boats are more expensive to insure. Plus like catch a new fire boater. or like, what, what's the thought? Is that it? Yeah, like, I mean, it, yeah, it could. I mean, it could be anything from it catching on fire to you coming in too hot at a marina and plowing busting. through other boats. Um, I'm super. Sorry, my phone was ringing. I'm super cautious. Like I'm paranoid. Yeah. So, good. Um, there's there's a saying: don't approach a dock. Uh, you know, fa or approach a dock as fast as you want to hit it. That's basically the saying. Um, which for me is, you know when you when you're coming in docking it's spending a ton of time in neutral in fact last night we went out for a, a a sunset trip and ended up coming back too late and we came back in the dark and i had not solo docked yet at all um i have a friend who's basically a mentor he's a captain he's been living you know been around boats and living on boats for like 30 years uh lives on his boat currently a big trawler and he's been mentoring me, teaching me everything about uh, boating, navigation, all that stuff. And But he was gone. And so he was letting us use his slip. I meant to come back in the daylight for my first solo docking experience. And we got back at night. And amazingly, it was perfect. It was yeah. like so freaking perfect. Came right in. Uh, didn't even bump the dock. And, and we got all tied up. So Do you have yeah, a light? A lot... Is it lighted area and all that? So that probably helps? Uh, for some reason, docks, I was... No. No? No. I mean, there's little lights, but it doesn't, it's not like lit up so you can see everything. Do you have a light on your boat so. to like shine it or is it? Mm -hmm. Got a big spotlight that oh, okay. I can control from above me. I didn't use it though because we had canvas over it because I didn't think I was going to come back at night. Um, anyway, it was really fun. And, and coming in, there was like rocks and we were like, it was, it was a bit of an adventure. It was stressful. You know, when you first start, <clears throat> everything is the first. And so it, it's pretty stressful. But at the same time, totally fun totally relaxing you know you... like we went out we went out to uh the hood canal uh, went under this bridge and just went out to the middle and turned up shut off the engines we had porpoises swimming around us we cooked hot dogs you know and it was just like so peaceful you got the olympic mountains over there you know trees all over it's just I'm so it's, jealous it did it's freedom it's beautiful and it's just uh it's what i need right now yeah yeah i love so, it so 
do you did you have to go get like uh some type of license because like the first thing i think about when i go like water is like all of like the like you'll see like markers and it's like what the hell does that even mean or like how do you know hey don't go over this area because there's rocks or there's debris or it's too shallow like do you have to go and get certified for that or you just buy a boat and yeah do you take a no um i mean a lot of people drive boats like they just buy a boat and do whatever um you have to take a boater safety course which i did i aced it but then you know like the problem is i was studying 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 and then took the test and then two weeks later all gone pretty much you know um so you get reference cards and reference sheets and you're constantly looking at what every buoy means and you know navigating and you know you have to learn what the nav lights are on boats and if you see certain colors and certain you know you know they're going certain directions and who has the right of way and um you know you have to pay attention to wind and tides and navigation charts and um yeah your fathometer your depth uh finder and like there's so much stuff but it's awesome it's like yeah. None of that is like, oh, I don't want to do this. I love every second of yeah. every bit, even cleaning the boat, maintaining the boat. Um, it's I have a passion for it. You know, I'm a total boat geek now. And, you know, I almost started the, the podcast before COVID. In fact, we had yeah, I remember. Um, possible financing. Uh, the, the local maritime center was going to financially back us potentially. And it all just died, you know. And so uh, as soon as we can, you know, we, we intend to do that again. And um, but I just, I'm a boat geek now and, and I don't know how that happened over the last few years, but it did. And I'm happy so because, uh, do you, do you envision like. this potentially could be your first boat speaking plurally? Oh yeah. Well, my friends say I bought a, you know, for our first boat, we bought a person's like third boat, you know, like, um, we, Cause you we got a big boat to the deep end. Yeah, yeah. We got a big boat and we got an old classic wooden boat. And so um thankfully like i said i have a lot of friends around and we live in port townsend which is like the wooden boat capital of north america and um so you know there's a lot of help around here and a lot of uh, wisdom as far as that goes i'm literally within walking distance of one of the best wooden boat building schools um in america as well and so um you know a lot of resources around here um but definitely jumped in the deep end but that's kind of how i do everything and you know it is what it is. I'm, yeah. I, we're going to. No, I like it. Learning things under pressure. Yeah. You know, you learn them. You learn them hard. I, I think you made the right call because I think it's the. Is it the romance of it as well? Like, yes. To be able to hop on, you can go anywhere, but also you can live on the boat. I mean, indefinitely, if you, especially maybe you and your wife, maybe, you know, once, I mean, you could live on with three people, but like, that's your retirement place too, technically, like you could. That's another thing. You know, I mentioned that it's a, like an escape hatch. It's a place for our kids to stay when they come up here, but also potentially retirement. But probably what's more realistic is if we're going to live. A, it's also kind of a stepping stone. It was to see if Rebecca could handle life on a boat and, and at sea and not get seasickness. And so far, it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, no seasickness for anybody. Um, and she's been in full like, yeah, let's do this. Like, obviously, yes. that's that's. Yeah. You didn't make that decision on your own. I wouldn't have done it had she not been on board. It's too much. Because um, like you're talking about the romance of a boat, um, that's all there. Absolutely. There's that feeling of I can go anywhere, you know, for the most part. I'm not going to go to Hawaii. Um, but uh, there's a lot of places in the Pacific Northwest we can go um, anytime. And you could just go sleep on the boat for a night if you want and barbecue on the back deck. Uh, um, you know, and so there's a lot of the romance. But 
I did a ton of reading and research and talking to people and listening to podcasts before I bought a boat. So I knew it wasn't all the romance. There's a lot to owning a boat. Like you'll hear another saying you hear all the time is a, buying a boat is, you know, you have a big black hole in the water that you just throw money into. Yeah. Um, and that's true. However, you know, I don't drink copious amounts of alcohol. Yeah. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't go to, you know, casinos. I know people that do all three of those things. You know, I don't go clubbing, whatever. Yeah. This is where my money goes. Yeah. Um, and when it's something you totally love and enjoy, it's okay. I mean, you, it's know, just, and, and you I, hear the same thing about like a house and a mortgage, like, oh, mm -hmm. it's just a money pit. It's like, not really if you maintain stuff. I mean, yeah. And you plan That's the for key like right there is maintaining. Yeah, because you know the AC is going to crap out one of those days. Yeah. You just don't, I mean, if it's new, it's under warranty for at least five years, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. if you, you know, are you going to, are you diving into like the mechanical sense of things too? Like, are you? Everything, dude. Like right now, our dinghy, um, it's outboard motor is having problems. I think the uh, carburetor is leaking fuel. And so I had to take it to a place to get basically a diagnostic but now we're going to try and replace the carburetor ourselves yeah. so and and everything that you can learn to do YouTube. yourself well youtube yeah the internet has all the answers for everything you can go to facebook forums you know old wood wooden boat forums and post something and 100 people will respond and, and give you tips but what i was going to say is you know the more you can do yourself you're going to save a lot of money and yeah. it's just good if you if you're you know, driving around and you're a couple miles from your boat and your dinghy and the outboard, you know, go, doesn't start. If you know some basic stuff to get it going again, that's going to be a huge bonus. And, you know, it's got my uh, boat originally had a couple of gas engines. Now it's got uh, diesels. They replaced them, you know, sometime in the 80s, I think, with uh, some diesel engines and which was a great upgrade, much easier to work on, much more fuel efficient, much cheaper. And so I want to learn how to work on diesel engines. So does Rebecca. Um, so we're, you know, we're slowly starting to do all that stuff, how to work with wood so we can keep the boat maintained as far as yeah. all the, you know, and, and do the bright work, keep everything that's shiny, supposed to be shiny. And uh, it's, it's a lot of work, but I love it, man. It's, it's yeah. a passion. So, you know, and worth the effort. Let's be honest. You got a lot of time on your hands right now. COVID and so much time. <laughs> like yeah, I was, I was getting pretty uh, stir crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, you and the, the entire world and man. the entire world. What What's it been like yeah. up there, man? Like not to diverge here, but like what's that been like, um, you know, in the area? I mean, you're near some pretty crazy hot spots, you know, and stuff like that, too. Like has it have you had the same experience like out the people around you just been like you know hey what's going on neighbor how you doing you know hello you know or has it been a little bit more mm, um no i've had the i've had the same experience whenever you know th that was another reason for wanting to get the boat is i just want to fucking get off social media um i started getting pretty aggro on social media i was getting angry i was getting pent up i had to mute you um, on twitter yeah, I'm sure you did. I, other people did too. I probably lost, you know, not that I give a shit about yeah, yeah. that Twitter account anymore, but I probably lost about 30 people when I started, yeah. you know, um, getting political. And I'm fine with that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I've been, when I'm reading the news, when I'm following the news, I get really frustrated and angry. Um, but when we go outside and we ride our bikes or we walk to the beach and or now we go to the marina, I don't see any of that 
And yeah. um, other than, you know, having to wear a mask when you're around other people or whatever, yeah. um, which I've never had an issue with, obviously. But Do you uh, just fold your beard up? Is that how that works? <laughs> Dude, a beard and glasses does not, I could totally do a Karen rant if I wanted to, but, um, but you know, we've been doing it and, uh, and it's been fine. So once I can, if I can just kind of keep away from it's fucking sickening, watching the body count and, just, and just... that stuff. But the problem is too, I know two people who lost people. And sure. so I feel like a lot of people think it's no big deal because they, ha it hasn't affected them. Um, and I hope it doesn't, you know, I, I have a feeling we're going to go into a pretty rough, uh, you know, uh, rest of the year and beginning of the of winter and all that. Sure. But um, I hope nobody that I know anybody else loses anybody. But when you when they when you know somebody and you hear about it, it it's horrible. And so my thing has always been, you know, we're both near 50 and so and I have high blood pressure. So. Uh, I'm considered a little more vulnerable um, than a younger person or whatever. But my thing has always been, and, and, and our thing has always been, it's not about like, hey, I'm not going to get sick, so I don't care. It's about the people around us that we love and care about, including right. in our neighborhood or, or friends or family or whatever. And I never quite understood the, hey, I'm, it's not going to do anything to me attitude. Because um, yeah. even with school, like we're, we're keeping Mike out. Fuck no, we're not putting her in school. Um, and the schools that are starting, you know, it's, you're starting to see it spread. And, yeah. and the problem with that is, yeah, those kids have a, you know, less than whatever minute percentage of, of getting sick or, or dying or whatever, but it's they're, who they're going home to. So are, are you, so, is it more the concern of like how I look at it is like, especially right now, now that we know what's going on, I'm not as concerned about myself but I have my mom that's had cancer, so she's actually yeah. susceptible to it. Yeah. So for me, the reality of though, is if it wasn't for my mom, I'm not really worried about getting it myself, but I also understand that then I am, whoever I'm around, you need to be very aware of. So like her grandparents, you know, her, uh, yep. you know, we're supposed to go up like into Ohio. So that means the previous two weeks potentially Hey, we got to keep contact basically a minimum to anybody outside um, and stuff like that. So the, the problem I see is social media, you know, as well as I do, constructs a narrative because what they do, same thing with Facebook, same thing with Twitter, where they target people to, to create conversation. And usually that conversation is laden with uh, controversy hate i mean facebook literally that's where you get your most engagement right and so like i remember telling my wife that and she didn't really believe me at first and then she was like philip like it is crazy and i'm like yeah you you need like stay off that shit just just yeah like i i mostly did but then i you know especially some people from my past life um really just irked me and this is you know pre-gaming and all that um back in my church life or whatever and so i started getting really angry with people and i sure. and i kind of lost the desire to um walk on eggshells or whatever and 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 i started speaking my true feelings about yeah religion and you know all that stuff and and it, I, for a little bit it felt good to finally just say fuck you to some people um and i think what you're doing is shit, you know or whatever yeah. um but on the other hand it didn't really beyond eventing or whatever. It didn't serve any purpose. It didn't, yeah. I didn't change anybody's mind. Nobody changed my mind. 
um, and I even I think I engage with a few people from here, um, you know, and and it just creates confrontation and the confrontation it creates confrontation and doesn't change minds. Yeah, yeah, you're not out there converting. That's that's um, why I say social media. You're never going to change. Look, it's like, nah. hey, do you realize, you know, blah, 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 blah. That person's not going to go be like, oh, you're right. Like, yeah. Um, Thank you for pointing I'm, that out. You know, to me. no, that doesn't. That's why, like, I feel like even doing a podcast like this is so much yeah. better. Where, you, like, granted, you're seeing sort of a messed up camera version because I'm using a different camera, but like, you can yeah. see me, and so like, and you yeah. can hear the inflection, stuff like that, and uh, having conversations uh, and having, uh, even if we disagree, like being respectful about it, like you know, or or anything like that. Um, you're getting some love and chat. Um, it is so good to see you all out there. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I just basically I'm I'm gonna go back to you know using Facebook to post pictures of my family sure. for my family, um, and then I'm gonna use the the one for uh, Discover PN. Are you are you gonna are you gonna change that? that? You're like Twitter. Are you gonna convert it over to the Bombadil one? Or are you gonna convert that to the like PN? No, no. I launched new stuff? everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you go to discoverpnw.com, all my social media is on there. It's all new accounts. Are you gonna keep that Bombadil one or just ignore it? Maybe. Maybe. You know, I really don't care. You know. Um, and by the way, just to clarify, I mm. muted you just because I, oh, I don't muted. Care, I, don't I no, no, no. I'm, I muted everyone. Anything political? Like that's that's one thing. Like being a gamer, um, like I don't. I I want someone to be able to come to the channel, enjoy the game, and not like their uncle's been ranting or or you yeah. know on on whatever in their life and now they have to put up with it on my screen obviously we're doing a podcast here and we're, and we're talking about life and if this again having a conversation i think this is a fine format but like um another thing i've noticed too which is really weird is like and i say <laughs> i tell anybody to fuck off is like i'm not your hero like i'm not your guinea pig to like well you got to stand up and and say something about it. it's like look i'm a fucking gamer and if i choose not to say anything it, that doesn't make me like implicit to the the evil that you're saying it's just that's my right and i'm just not gonna partake in that little like dick contest that you're having and this the list, funny thing like, is PC though stuff yeah so like rebecca's always been against me fighting on the internet ever since i started you know decades ago um i i get pretty strongly opinionated and i often find i think a lot more uh, you know i i think i know a lot more than i really do and so it, it gets me in some we all trouble do. sometimes yeah but uh with that's e that's when, ego though right totally yeah yes absolutely yeah. um and and you know i've over the years had to learn some hard lessons about you know remember what we started saying all the time you don't know what you don't, you don't know. know what you don't um just so fucking yeah. true <laughs> it is, it is uh, one of the best yeah. sayings but uh anyway like when i started first arguing with people about COVID and politics and blm or whatever um rebecca thought it was a complete waste of time and i knew she was right but at the same time like i said i was venting but i did have three people from this community uh, message me and say thank you so much for fighting the fight that you are because I basically they all said something a little different but along the lines of I didn't know how to voice it myself or you helped me you know be able to talk about it with my parents or whatever you know they all sure. three of them I'm it's only three but they said you know thank you for the fight that you're doing it I know it seems like you're banging your head against a brick wall but uh, you know but it, you know even even with those I realize it's still not worth it. I mean, 
I hope they can find ways to find their own voice and, and, and their own opinions or whatever. But even with a few people saying, you know, thank you for what you're doing, it just isn't worth it. And, but, uh, and that's the digital it is banging your head against a, a brick wall. Yeah, but that's 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 social media. Like to me, I a part of me says like it's fake. Like it's all fake. Like it's like uh, it's like you throwing something out there and like my righteous self, I'm sticking up for this or whatever cause. Well, what's your really fucking actions about it? Because like if you really give a shit about pol police brutality, do something about it. Like, it's like go. Uh, it's like sending thoughts and prayers then, right? I mean, it's like what what's <laughs> crazy right now that I view um, is you've got. Like any anything is politically correct right now. It's like the whole PC culture or uh, cancel culture as well as like if you say something, it's just like, nope, you know, you're cut off. And it's it's I don't know how many times, even when it comes to like uh, Black Lives Matter, that I see these posts and I'm like, what? It's like it's like the person being offended about something is a white dude. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense, man. Like. It, it just, it blows my mind. Like, where are you coming from? Anyways, I've seen so much of it. And like I said, I've seen a lot of false narrative and false bravado and false. And like I said, I, I call it all bullshit. And as far as like uh, the, the Black Lives Matter, like I'm sitting on the outside going, well, one, I don't have a whole lot of black friends. I mean, I'm just honest about that. I served with a lot of black dudes and uh, still am in contact with them. Love the guys. They're my brothers. Uh, in the sense of Marine Corps, don't take that the wrong way. Um, but like, it's it's been it's been crazy because I don't have that in my daily life. Like, I don't I don't see like so. Who am I to like stand up for something that I don't really know a whole lot about? And I feel like that's I don't know if it's just the young culture, young people's trying to like stand up like for what's right. And I understand that, but it's like good initiative, bad judgment. Like I, I totally am for the movement as far as uh, support of, uh, of, of uh, against police brutality and, and obviously minorities being targeted over whites. I totally understand that. I mean, if you don't believe anything, data shows it happens. Like if you, if you don't believe it, I mean, the data just clearly shows it, but I'm, I'm not for like defunding the police. I'm not for uh, the, the BLM organizations because the, the, the crazy thing is there's multiple organizations that have actual different motivations and, and they often get co-opted. They're all together, right? Yeah. yeah it's, and so you have ones that are destructive uh, that have been infiltrated. And that's what sucks is like, I feel like the majority of people out there are unaware that there's wolves amongst them, you know, like sort of, and, and creating this angst. Certainly. And, and, and what sucks is like so many people, it goes back to a mean you had talked about, which is, uh, being like sports fans, like sports fanatics, like there is no reason to rhyme sometimes. It's like, they're just all in on the teams and it doesn't matter. Like, and that's how I sort of view this like political aspect of like the politics or any movements going on. And it's like, it's our way or you're wrong. It's our way or the highway. And if you're on the other side, you're the enemy. And I hate seeing like Americans do that. Like you're the problem, you're the enemy. It's like, whoa, like what happened to just like, like, no, that attitude, in my opinion, is the problem. Like, that's why, like, me and you have talked a lot, lot about is, like, just being open-minded about something. Like, even if it's guns, me and you have talked about. Like, just 
ask me a question, see where I, I'm going to ask you a question, see where you're coming from. Give We've had uh, passionate gun talk. discussions about I mean, that, gun control. I, I mean, how do, you feel, how do you feel now about guns? <laughs> I had so many people uh, say that. Um, I, I mean, I pretty, pretty much feel the same way. We have some differences in opinion as far as gun control, but we have some um, common ground as well. I think our inability to talk right now is our biggest sickness um, in our country. You know, like we are so divisive. And we are divisive, but again, then I just thought about, well, do when I walk out my neighborhood, do I do I feel mm. divisive? Um, sometimes with Trump signs or or is or it divisive Bernie signs or something? Uh, electronic divisiveness it's like much yeah it's pretty so much is it yeah. does it really exist like in, as far as to it, the extent well i mean i know it exists because we've seen confrontations across the country but have sure. i seen it out on my street no um you know my feeling about all that stuff like like you were saying how do you get involved in something that you don't know a lot about or don't have a lot of information and you know pretty much i think you have a couple options one is don't and the other is educate yourself you know mm -hmm. and and um you know i i absolutely support black lives matter um but i also believe that there are good cops you know and uh i think every all these issues are extremely difficult and there's no like easy answer or anything like that but for me you know i i'm a bleeding heart liberal or whatever a lot of what um i'm driven by is empathy and compassion you know as i've gotten older i can feel other people's pain a lot more because i've had the experiences to understand the pain that they're going through or at least have more of an idea of the pain or the difficulties that people are going through um but uh do you think yeah it's also because you're getting older and you're you get rid of your ego or some people get yes, over their ego absolutely right? you, man like you're 20 years old you would have been like, yeah, fuck the, you know, I was, blah, blah. I was a total asshole when I was younger yeah. and, and it was totally ego driven. Absolutely, man. I was a little egomaniac. And uh, yeah, that is for the most part, <laughs> um, I've been able to tame my ego, you know? And, and so um, I feel like there's a lot of important things uh, going on in the world. Um, and we've talked about that too. It's like, well, what if, there's a million things that are problems. Yeah. And what, what do you do? You can't, you can't yeah. do everything, you know? Yeah. And, and that's a frustrating thing. I, I have, you know. It's overwhelming. Issues. It is overwhelming. Yeah. And, and then when you get all caught up in the, the media and the hype and, you know, Facebook, like, fuck Facebook, man. But, um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, uh, it's so easy to just think that's everything. Yep. And so for me, finding my new hobby my new passion project or whatever has been a lot of that's been to literally force myself away from this my computer um you know i was spending for too many years spending way too much time sitting down in front of a computer looking at a computer um and you know following twitter feeds and you know i just need a break from that stuff and it, and it was gets overwhelming and it gets pointless and um, but I do feel very strongly about a lot of these issues. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm, and I'm in a lot of ways, I'm pretty sad about the state of our country and, and the state of things. And, um, I don't know, I don't have that feeling like, uh, you know, we've talked about before 
um I, that you know i'm fairly pessimistic as far as sure. humanity yeah um you know i it was uh joe rogan had um what was a guy from the daily show the old guy uh stewart john stewart john on his stewart. podcast recently yeah. and they and were he both is, talking he is as well he's very like oh no he's not pessimistic he's very optimistic yeah, yeah yeah um but they both said something like um there's a lot of bad people in the world and we see those highlighted in the media, but they both feel that there's more good people yeah. in it because I've told more you that good people. Yeah, I, I hear it. I want to believe it, <laughs> you know, but I just, I also think we're only as strong as our weakest link. And we have so many fucking sure. weak links, you know, sure. like, like, like if we didn't want times weak links, I mean, people yeah. that are just stuck hundreds of years in the past and we cannot progress because they're the weakest links. And yeah. so, I I struggle with that, but I want to because I have three kids. I want to believe but, that things are going to be okay, you know. <laughs> but it's like it's like a part of me is like it wants to go back to that like classic like. But it's the man bringing you down, man. I mean, you just don't understand, man. It's the narrative being proposed by the media, man. You know, like that's what's happening though. It's like like if if you Facebook is given a narrative, Twitter is getting a narrative. You hop on CNN, it's given a Fox News is given a narrative. And I feel like I, I've said this to so many people, get off social media, like, or limit your time on it, but also understand that everything you're seeing and reading is targeting you and or people that you know. And I can't imagine having anxiety, oops, sorry, just clicked on that, um, uh, anxiety or like, if I was an anxious person anyways, let's just say anxious person because of like, uh, for whatever reason, and then you have political unrest and uh, upheaval and uh, towns burning and stuff like that, and me and you have talked about, then yeah, of course, all you're gonna is like, of course, uh, everything's going to shit or whatever. But the world moves on. There's good things happening every day. It's because the news, i.e. the media conglomerate, isn't going to portray that because they want this narrative. I mean, dude, you want to you wanna talk about something fucked up? Straight fucked up? Went to YouTube yesterday. YouTube.com. Did any else run into this issue? No video, just audio. An ad starts playing. A political ad. You have no control over it. it. Yeah, that's bullshit. That to me is so, that's, that's why I call out uh, YouTube. I call out uh, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, that's, it's just crazy that that's even legal, but that's the type of stuff. And it's not like, you know, like we've got a lot of work to do. No, it's, they're the problem, you know, uh, they're bringing, it's like, it's, it's, it's creating divisiveness and it's the same stuff that like and again we can get into politics i mean we're already sort of there as far as like some but like i I, i'm not afraid for november but i definitely think things are going to be interesting um same thing with like uh the um i think a lot of people need to prepare themselves mentally for when it when the case goes against the officer who killed george floyd because more than likely he's going to be found that he didn't the intent wasn't there and so and i know before you jump all over that it's the idea that from the law standpoint if they're trained to do a certain thing and he's covered under that 
the the jury may not find him guilty and that i feel like is going to be that's potentially going to be a bad time like uh, i don't potentially if it goes that way it's going to be explosive but yeah i don't i don't think i want to get too far in you don't want to go down that rabbit hole yeah i'm kind of tired you know like i i i've just i've yeah these issues i spent a that's lot what you're trying to avoid yeah, yeah i spent a lot of energy yeah. on this stuff and i am kind of a um excitable person and and uh i'm i lead, i'm i'm more led by my, my emotions um you know and and i have very strong feelings about all of it um you know and even more than george floyd there's other cases where i'm even more upset i'm upset about any needless death um yeah. but uh yeah, I just honestly, I don't. I, I mean, I'm willing to to answer questions and, and discuss them, but I don't think I'm going to go too far down. Yeah, no, as as far no, as I think my that's, feelings on it. No, it's, I, it's I, just it's overwhelming and um, it's and it's just difficult and uh, it's. I don't think there's any easy answers to any of this stuff. Um, but also, like you were saying, you know like back to the whole idea of everything's just going to be okay. I'm not the kind of person who thinks everything's just going to be okay. Everything will work itself out because I do feel like the motives for the people that make the decisions on how the world is run, how our country is run, how our states are run are not always pure and most of the time are not pure. And so um, I feel like there is shit that happens and sure. there are directions things are going in and that you may not when you're living in it moment by moment day by day you may not see it but if you back up and you you know you can see the forest through the trees you can see some overarching things that have happened to our society over the decades and what could be happening over the coming decades and i you know and if you do some reading you know back in the day 1984 fahrenheit 451 etc cetera, etc cetera, um you know the whole idea of the dystopian future and the media controlled dystopian future we are there yeah. and we are absolutely we are absolutely controlled by media you know yeah. fahrenheit 451 had these big um wall screen tvs you know and everybody just basically worshipped their tv and just sat there <laughs> getting all their information you know and it was propaganda and, and yeah. Um, we are see, living that. Do you see a difference, though, potentially? Um, and we and we can move past that. Again, everyone out there, it's it's going on in our lives. We haven't really talked about it, and I feel it's okay to talk about it. And you see, we just there's we just had two adults here have a well. You and I have had practice, right? right? We've had we've had a lot of conversations over the years sure. where we didn't see eye to eye. But you know, the key to it, the reason why we're sitting here having a podcast together, even after we've you know broken up or whatever, and 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 gone our separate ways is because we've been able to talk with each other even when we have uh differing opinions and that is where i feel like we we are weakest as a country we just it's really hard to find people to do that everybody's so passionate about what Dug they believe in. and and it's funny as a as a lefty or as a more liberal leaning person um i see you know trump is a big fat liar and that uh that he projects everything, you know, but then I talk to or I get in discussions with um, my more right leaning or conservative friends and they say the opposite that, uh, the, the, you know, the Democrats are all lying and like literally everything I would say about 
the Trump administration and maybe the conservative Christian right or whatever they say about the left. And right. so, and, and, and both sides feel the same way passionately, yeah. you know, and you cannot change their minds. So when you have two opposite sides thinking the other is lying and cheating and propagandizing and, and everything, how do you, yeah. you know, like, just look at how broken our Congress is. And, and you yeah. know, like, I just don't, I don't see an easy way out of this. I also think corporations and big money have way too much power yeah. now. And, and like, so I think in so many ways we are living this sci-fi futuristic nightmare. And yeah. um, yes, I can go out in my living room, I can go down to the beach, I can go on my boat and I can enjoy amazing peace and quiet and, and, and you know, inner thought and and not be surrounded by this but that doesn't mean that all this shit's not happening out there somewhere and that it's not having a role on how we're going to be living our lives five or ten years from now um everything does matter and so that's the hard balance that's the thing like that that's also been tough for me because i i have a hard time sticking my head in the sand and pretending like nothing's happening but then once I start engaging a little bit, I have a hard time limiting myself. I don't think and that's so, I don't think that's, that's a bad thing though. I think it's realizing who you are and 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 then saying your priorities. I don't think there's nothing wrong with saying my priorities isn't to be I'm not going to die on that hill. My priorities are my family, living my life. I'm not going to be here forever, you know, and doing what you can. Like it would be making the personal relationships better with the people that you know or who you're going to meet and be a, a just a good person that to me goes far more into like i don't know just your everyday joe Schmo life and like what's practical and what's realistic in, in that context, certainly right yeah i mean i feel like um you know thank god for the people that did basically sacrifice their lives over the the years the generations you know like yeah. you know thank god martin luther king didn't you know somebody didn't say hey if you don't like our country leave it and and he left yeah. you know yeah. good good thing he didn't and then he stayed and he fought and died for what he believed in and and the changes that occurred from it you know we need those kinds of leaders um well i think all of this at the same time we can't expect everybody to be that way and and yeah. for the most part i've always felt like you just got to lead by example, yeah. you know, and, and just do your best, you know, and, and like we didn't go do the, the, the protests in, in Washington, in Seattle, um, mostly because we would have had to take our daughter and I saw things happening to people that I thought I'm not putting my daughter in that situation, yeah. you know, um, but that's a tough one, you know, like we, we were conflicted. We didn't know whether we should be out there protesting with our you know, fellow human beings. And, um, that's a tough call. And, 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 and like you said, dying on a hill, picking a hill to die on, uh, you know, I have several causes that I believe in enough to, to sacrifice, yeah. but, uh, you know, I, well, especially what tough. was going on. I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, again, I believe the ability and right, and it is your right to protest. And, but a lot of stuff that we were seeing, again, because of certain groups and on the other side too, on the blue and federal side, like 
Man, there's been some. The, the problem is stuff, there's so but... much fif- fishy shit going on yeah. from you know people that lean left doing shitty stuff, people that lean right doing shitty stuff, cops doing shitty stuff. You know, there it what it, also what happens is it muddies everything, yeah. right? And so for somebody who doesn't have all day every day to to weed out what's real and what's not, and that's really what it takes. Is you got to. The only reason I got so involved is because I had a shit ton of time. You know, yeah. like I was able to. Well, read that was the catalyst, right? It was mm-hmm. everyone was everybody home, had too much hadn't time. worked or whatever. Yeah. And, you know. So like, if if you don't have that kind of time and you don't, you know, you're not. Uh, it's just really hard. It's yeah. difficult for the average person to navigate it, and I think what basically happens is exhaustion. You know, you go, okay, I believe this, but then somebody yeah. goes, well, you can't believe this because look at this, and then you're like, oh, well, that's well, you've true seen. Too in your lifetime you've seen news evolve right i mean an actual news, oh yeah right like, absolutely like we, you don't have a, like i don't think there's ever been unprecedented non, time yeah i don't think we've ever had unbiased like you, you did like walter cronkite but he even had his own bias let's be honest but like the idea that news media do you see i don't the know problem if there's two things one is 24-hour news cycle yep so before it was the you know the five o'clock news or whatever and they talk for an hour so now when we have 24 hours of news to fill in it's all got to be hype because it's all about clicks and shit and clicks yeah that creates the problem and then the other thing is conglomerates and now you have like bezos owns this paper now that being said you know you had people like hearst back in the day william randolph hearst who owned a bunch of media media has always been fucking owned by people that use it to their own advantage you know and 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 so yes there's always been bias but when i was younger um when you watched the news you didn't eat what you didn't have is the the hannity's or the um what's the left one i don't really listen to talking heads or opinion people because uh i don't fucking want to hear people's opinions um I don't know the one with glasses that's on MSNBC. I don't don't watch TV. So yeah, um, you know, you have pundits, you have uh, opinion people, and that didn't really exist back in the day. Maybe during talk shows like Donahue or something, or you know, like daytime talk shows. But when it came to the news, you had people who did their due diligence, researched the the topics, and it was pretty much straightforward news. It was just the facts, ma'am, and um not nearly as much opinion and even choice of we're we're going to show this but we're not going to show this you know to 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 wade it one direction yeah this is an unprecedented time with media and i think it's fucked i think we have painted ourselves into a corner um with i think it's going to change do you know why i think it's going to change because i think the large portion of adults are moving to alternative sources for the information podcasts are a big one but just personalities where they can go and have conversations like this i mean think about this the amount of views some of those uh news organization gets is nothing compared to some of the what social like as far as like youtube content and i'm not gonna say twitch but like the idea that youtube content and people I, i i think also the change in this what i was gonna ask you but your daughter's too young but she's getting to that age is the younger generations taking over like my little brother and sister handle social media it's not they're not on facebook that's like the old person's thing like they're not on twitter they're yeah they're well tiktok uh instagram they're gram they do snapchat all the time like and it's funny because they look at social media completely different and i i still yeah i'm optimistic i i think what's happening 
and I've jokingly said this, it's your it's your generation and previous fault. It's my generation's just now getting into politics, right? I mean, you've got a few guys that are in their 30s, few men and women that are starting to uh, trickle in there. I mean, um, so it's it's one of those where like, will, um, you know, will the same happen and continue to happen? But yeah, man, I I get it. You and me personally, I've cut it. I I just don't like. I'll hop on Facebook to see. I'll just scroll down, but Facebook has changed so dramatically much. I don't, because before everybody else was allowed on it, it was literally just a college way of just like, like it's a, it was almost like pre-Tinder, you know, like hanging out, hook, seeing friends or pictures of whoever, and you know, like you can message someone or whatever, but it's it's literally just a completely, it's a bunch it's of- basically four, how to how to get laid uh it's it's a bunch of 40 50 or whatever yeah it's 40 plus year old <laughs> hey, uh parents 20 years yeah posting stuff now and yeah. and rants and stuff like that and um uh yeah i i just avoid it's it pretty Same much thing. just queuing on now by the way I, thing. I had no idea about twitter really until i took over ngng tv like like when i was on there like because it's my main thing like the amount of just being bombarded by stuff like and i was just like oh my god like or you know what i found funny with twitter because i still have uh you know a lot of the 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 community in my feeds but a lot of our community are really into porn and they like to like <laughs> things on twitter that are oh. porn based all day oh yeah day. oh yeah i I'm was like thinking are you just beating off all day man like <laughs> There were, because we had followed uh, so many streamers and stuff like that, whenever someone likes something, it pops up on your feed. And so next thing you know, it's like this, like, yeah. pinup girl. Like, like, dude, do you know what like you're showing everybody? Yeah, like, I don't think they understood, like, hey, just FYI. Uh I mean, it's cool. It, was a it nice is what break it is. From the politics, but yeah. Uh, but, uh, all right, so yeah, let's the, let's let's move past that. Obviously, that could take on a life of its own. Um, I did mention guns. And mm-hmm. I don't think in this case talking. About I didn't guns get a gun. I got political. a dog. Yeah, you got a dog, which I'm proud of you because dogs are better than well, cats. There's and, bad uh, news, dude. My daughter's allergic. No. We we. You're trying to kill your daughter. What is going? What what kind of dad are you? We just uh, since March we've been trying to get a dog. We get one, and my daughter's allergic. So we're literally she we're we're dealing with it now but we're gonna probably have to give her up and it's, is it like suck is it like uh fur con is it contact problems or Standard. is it like can you get a yes. like a we've tried all kinds no. of stuff i mean we're vacuuming like every third day we're you should have got a dog, dog earlier man her. she would have been dog she you know like kids peanut butter when they're young it sucks so we might end up getting a cat you might get a cat <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I, I Who are you? Quietly, I know. Who, you're. Well, I'm Darren Katz. But... I know, but you're like folding in your old <laughs> age, man. You're. Well, it's hard to see my daughter uh, sick every day, you know. So. Tell it'll yeah. make her stronger, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for the apocalypse coming. We're, you know, we're kind of going system. through the depression stages of that right oh, now. Oh so. man, that's a bummer. Yeah, that was also the reason, an Darren. Awesome dog too. Darren, uh, are you looking at the dog? Is that? Dogs. Um, okay, so uh, let's. You didn't get a gun. Um, no. Yeah, that's that's. I've had. I still I still feel the same way about guns. You know, yeah. I in fact with my channel uh, or my new website, discoverpnw.com. Um, one of the things I'm considering doing. I have a friend here locally that goes hunting. You know, uh, yeah. for he, he does it to 
get deer and, yeah. and meat for his family and freeze. I've wanted, so I've wanted to go hunting. I've wanted. So to... I've been thinking about like going out with him and and kind of getting some footage and talking about it or whatever. Like so, my relationship with guns. I've, you know, I used to hunt when I was younger and I've shot a lot of guns. I have no problems with them in theory, um, but I do have issues with. Um, I mean, no matter what your opinion, we have a problem with guns in our country. Um, whatever you think the problem is or how to resolve it, those can be different, but um, there's pretty much no other country that has, you know, mass slangs as much as we do and, and as many uh, other than like maybe, you know, war-torn countries in Africa or something like that that's going through revolutions or whatever. Um, we have some pretty major issues, surprisingly less since COVID, um, but uh, I feel like my personal feeling is I'd like to, to see more uh, gun laws and I'd like to see it more difficult to get sure. guns and um, I don't think we need clips with 30 or 40 rounds and or I'm sorry is it clip magazine anyway magazine um, <laughs> that's just for you um, you know I, when I went hunting education I five, people I had five rounds in my rifle sure. you know and if you're hunting yeah yeah and and so um, I and I and I feel like you know people want to you know continue continuously add more and more to their arsenal um i have family members who are sure. what i would call gun freaks sure um have four thousand rounds of ammo or more and are proud of it for when the zombies come um and have guns that are questionable um but you know like there's a reason why we're not allowed to have grenade launchers or rpgs or surface to air missiles in our backyard there's limits for a reason sure, now okay. i said that on on twitter and somebody said well you can get an rpg it's just a lot of paperwork <laughs> um and i thought well thanks for making me feel better but uh you know like i have i do have issues with the um what is available and and what that can do to other human beings as sure. opposed to uh targets or animals well i mean but we, we've talked about this like there's uh the practical sense me and you as far as guns i think we see eye to eye on a lot of things like for instance like um uh, you know do i think it's practical to have uh four thousand rounds yeah if if you shoot a lot sure i mean if you go out and you practice my main concern with guns uh, I have no problem with making guns harder to get. I don't think you should be able to buy a rifle without a background check like you do a pistol. I think that's sort of, I mean, they do a background check, but it's not as detailed as a pistol. Um, also, I think the biggest thing is just training. Like, I don't know how you can't mandate I agree it. And all that. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think you can mandate. And by the way, polls, I don't know who gets polled, by the way. I think polls are just made up, uh, but they say polls, they, them. Uh, it's, but really majority, it's like 90 plus percent of Americans that own guns are okay with basically what I just said, but the politics get in the way, right? The NRA doesn't want, uh, it harder and it takes longer to get, um, you know, money to them. Right. And that's, that's a whole nother political rant. But as far as like shooting, um, I've told well, you I have like a big problem with lobbyists as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think lobbyists are a huge problem in our country. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's education i think is the biggest things when it comes to a lot of stuff like clips sure. or mags or you know like silencers well it's called a suppressor it's not a silencer there's no yeah. such thing and by the way 
you, you'll still lose your fucking hearing if you're having a suppressor. It just it negates yep. it a little bit more, especially uh, you would want a suppressor on a home defense weapon. Why have you ever? Sh oh, yeah, that's right. The majority of people have never shot inside a building with a firearm. You'll blow your fucking ears out. So just keep in mind, if you have a if you have a weapon and even if you go to the range and you wear earmuffs and protection, if and when that ever were to happen, you're probably going to lose your hearing and it's going to be louder and shit if you have kids and stuff like that. So again, again, um, going back. If but, you were to take 10 gun owners and 10 uh, gun enthusiasts, I would say it, from my um, experience, you know, a few of them are like you who I would consider somebody who is responsible with owning a firearm and who I feel comfortable with owning a firearm. Whereas the other seven are the ones that have, have almost no training or experience and yeah. think that they're going to be fucking Rambo <laughs> when something happens, yeah. you know, whether it's the end of the world and zombies, or if they, somebody's breaking into their house. And those are the people that I'm afraid of and sure. I, that I feel like need, but those, you know, but those aren't a problem. Like if, if it, usually when we talk about uh, uh, stuff, really, whenever these discussions came up, it had to do with like uh, mass shootings. Right. And yeah. so generally speaking, that was someone who had a mental disorder or some type of mental or whatever. And they had access to or got access to or were able to purchase for whatever reason. And that brings up a whole nother topic. But generally, gun enthusiasts or gun nuts. I have no problem with them. You know, it's not for the most part, that's not who you, really the discussion about. It's about if we as law-abiding citizens are okay with basically us having these firearms, you also have to be okay with non-law-abiding citizens. And here's the thing is, even if you were to take these away, guess who still has those firearms? And that's what's really tough. Like, like you know, if it's in Chicago or New York or any of these areas where the law enforcement right now, and remember I told you, I said, why do I feel like the only reason it's okay to own an AR-15? And I said, there's only one situation I feel that it's justifiable to own an AR-15. And that was rule without law. Katrina happens. Maybe you live in New York or, you know, you're, on, you know, you, you're in one of those apartments. Or maybe you're in uh, Seattle where you've got people going through your neighborhoods. That's a rule without law situation where that's the... That's the difference between you and potentially your family being injured or robbed or killed. And so like, again, it's one of those where case by case scenario, it's like having a condom. I'd rather have one and not need it than need it and not have one. And I don't believe everyone should have a carrying concealed weapon out there. Me and you agree on that. I don't think I don't. I love my mom. She has a CCW. I don't trust that woman to engage in any type of stressful situation ever, like ever, you know? So it's one of those things where, again, it goes back to training, training, training. The majority of people that buy firearms, buy them, they put them in a safe if they even do that, and they never really go out to the range. They'll go out every once in a while and shoot. And that's cool, whatever, but like, again, the concern isn't someone who is doing it smart. Right. The concern is always it goes back to that, like if there's a mass shooting, figuring out why it happens. And then, you know, you're an asshole if you ever if you're a gun lover or gun nut and you're like, well, statistically, you know, the majority does happen because of handguns, because gang violence and the likelihood that you're going to die or someone's going to die from mass shooting from an air 15. Blah, 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 blah. If you're doing that, you're an asshole, especially when it happens, because it's a motive. Like there's no excuse. Like 
you know, when like Las Vegas happened or any of the school, like there's nothing you can say at that point in time. Just shut your fucking mouth because you're an asshole. <laughs> like there's nothing. Don't be that guy. Don't be because you ruin basically there's there's no discussion to be had at that moment in time as far as right that uh that moment that's you're gonna be yep. everyone's gonna be talking emotional and there's no logical stuff but also another problem too is uh at the higher level darren is so many uh people that make or let make legislation and stuff have no idea about firearms too I, which blows my mind is like the people making the laws or influencing laws or whether it's in California, something just happened by, oh, by the way, in California, where I got overruled about the 10 round magazine. I saw right? that. Yeah. So like, um, it goes about education, you know, like why aren't they having actual like legitimate, like if, if, if they want to talk about magazine count or magazines and like how many rounds or blah, 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 why don't they have actual experts come in and give the presentation? You know, they just don't do it. It's it's about their political base Politics or suck. You know, this Politicians or that. Politicians yeah. suck. Um, it's like fucking lawyers, man. And and um, that's another problem is that our government system is just. I think it's broken. You know, like um, it's set up to keep while while some people get voted out of office, like from Congress and stuff like that. For the most part. Um, it's set up to keep the same people in office decade sure. after decade yeah. after decade so that they can become multimillionaires. It's, it's not some, not about serving the people in any way anymore. In my opinion, I think there's a few people within government that, that are still doing it for the right reasons. Um, but I think for the most part, government is now just a fucking payday yeah. and they just try and entrench themselves as much as possible, pacify wall street and lobbyists and, I think it's just nonsense and so that's you know and that would uh, have an effect on everything including gun laws and but it's funny that that conversation isn't a mainstay right now but uh yeah yeah man all right let's move past all this this stuff let's talk about <laughs> happy thoughts yeah no i mean yeah. look i think it's important to have a conversation and i think it's important but you know like you said you are trying to that's not and, I'm trying you know, to fill my life with uh um, happy things happiness puppies and my family cats. Yeah, Someone brought up, by the way, they said, make sure to test your daughter before you bring the cat. So like before adopting a cat or yeah, getting yeah, a cat, go yeah. take her to a cat. And then someone we said are, they'd adopt your puppy. We have a, so. we have a friend. Yeah. Someone said that in awesome chat, they dog. would adopt your dog. So um, we have a friend, actually, the, the my boat mentor who lives on his boat. So they have a cat in a really small space. The uh, cat lives on their boat. So we're just going to go and let Micah smother herself with that cat for a day and see what happens. Yeah. Well, that's that's a yep. good yeah but um okay so what are you guys doing as far as like um you know like you moved away from your like the big house you guys had a pretty big mm -hmm. that thing was awesome we had a massive five bedroom ridiculous house it was too I mean, big for us obviously right now uh you mentioned uh there's not a whole lot of jobs to be had and stuff like that what is your do you have a short term or are you just sort of waiting and see have you guys opened up like what are you like, do you have any plans as far as to go into Java? We, Is that what you're wanting to do? Um, well, we started opening up, but now we're getting a lot more cases again. Um, so I think everything's on hold right now and potentially going to shut down again. Like they were going to open schools um, for at least part-time two days a week, but I have a feeling that's going to even change. Um, schools don't start here till let's see, 20, um, like two weeks, uh, a little over two weeks. Um, so a lot can happen in two weeks and I have a feeling everything's going to, it's just going to be all stay at home. Um, 
so yeah, not a lot of local jobs, um, unless you want to go like work at the supermarket or whatever, you know, like the places where you're having <laughs> the front lines. Yeah, really, it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't believe in God. You... God bless all those people that uh, are doing those jobs that just, yeah. you know, suck. The yeah. Horrible pay, and they have to deal with people with attitudes about wearing masks and all. Like, yeah. I would just, I think I would, the first day, if somebody gave me any shit, I just, you know what, I don't fucking need this, yeah. and, and I'd be out of there. Um, so are you going to so, go the digital, like, JavaScript route? Is that what you... Yeah, I mean, that's that's the goal. Uh, I, you know, I I have other things that I have in the works. I'm talking with my, my, my boat buddy, getting the podcast up and going again, talking to the Maritime Center, uh, if things start rolling. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, right now we're pretty much playing it by year and month to month. And I'm, uh, just gonna, I'm hoping by the beginning of next year, middle of next yeah. year, I can start getting some JavaScript jobs. Yeah. Now, how has that been? Like, have you found it a lot more difficult to like, cause I have no idea about programming, you know, like, uh, no, because I did web development for 10 years before we did, uh, what haven't you done? <laughs> there's a few things i haven't done uh-huh there's a few things yeah um but uh so javascript really started with it's a it's a web development tool but it, it has morphed into being more you can you can full-on do programming you can create apps you can program games or whatever um so there's more to it but uh yeah i mean it's you have to focus i mean it's it's it is you know it's especially also when I'm getting a little older and maybe have less of a um, ability to learn. Um, you know, I can definitely see from 10, 20 years ago, uh, yeah. I get tired of learning quicker, you know, so I have to take breaks or whatever, but I love it. The, the truth is I've always been a wannabe programmer. I've always been around a lot of programmers. I love them. Um, and so this is my opportunity um, to get into it. So. I'm happy with it. I'm having a good time. Um, I do like learning and using my mind and, and kind of keeping sharp. And so it's, it's something, even if I don't use it, even let's say all my boating stuff takes off or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's worth it still, you know, it's just keeping <laughs> me, keeping me educated. Yeah. Now it does, here's a topic we can talk about. Hmm. Let's talk about pot. Let's talk about, <laughs> um so because we were talking I, about my soft mind no 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 well, I, well I, yeah i was like or focus like uh yeah you know like i again i've been taking cbd for two weeks yeah so um i don't know it's weird because like anybody's like oh does it help you know blah 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 i can tell you i think uh i know a difference in inflammation though the reason i started taking it was because i heard it helped with inflammation and i heard there's a bunch of other benefits Granted, uh, there's a lot of science coming out, yes or no, blah, 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 or however you feel, but um, there is science being done, like research. Uh, I know that um, there's a big deal for like a lot of uh, vets and PTSD and, and so forth and so on, and then there's other uses as well. But for me, it's uh, when I hurt my Achilles uh, two years ago and I just toughed through it, it still sort of bothers me every once in a while. And I was having some, and anyway, so I ordered some, some, um, I was talking about in chat, someone helped me out and it's, uh, uh, I've got them in the, my bathroom, but I've been taking 30 milligrams in the morning. It's gummies. It's got 30 milligrams of, uh, isolate. And then, um, I take 25 at night and I've noticed that my Achilles and I've taken no ibuprofen 
I haven't had any headaches, which is really fucking weird for me because it's allergies and stuff. Like before I started taking them, literally, I was having allergy. And you know what? But it's weird because my little sister heard that I was interested and she went to a doctor's appointment and uh, they had a bunch of samples. So they brought. So those were a little their pills. And it's funny because when I would take those and I burp, it smells like fucking um, hops. That's what it's like beer hops. Like that's why I was like, huh, that's interesting. But uh, so yeah, I've been taking CBD for two weeks now. I don't know if it's helped me with my mood. I don't know if it's helped physiologically or anything other than I haven't had to take anything for my body. Like I haven't had to, my Achilles has been good. And this, by the way, um, the beginning of this month. so it's 19 days now, pretty much. I started running again. I took over a month off. So three miles a day. And then on Sundays I do double the mileage. And then next month I'll do four miles a day and double the mileage. But it's been, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Like I don't, I'm. It's magic. Yeah. Like, so I've known so many people, you know, over the last 20 years that, um, have used it for medical purposes to where it's helped them. Um, you know, the thing is to remember, like every other year they decide, okay, coffee is bad for you. No, <laughs> yes. Now this time it's good for you. Now it's bad for you. Now it's good. For you. So there's always going to be conflicting nope. data like that. But Darren's really... shaking his head because he's like, Phil should have been doing this years ago because, yeah. you know. Well, I want to get you on some THC one of these days. But um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it can be just like anything, literally anything in life it can be good or bad for you yeah. depending on how you use it whether you know how to moderate you know or whether just physiologically it, it works for you or not like the the one thing i've you know i don't take cbd but i smoke pot and the one thing i've realized through um sharing with people is that some people are just not meant to smoke it and that's yeah. okay you know and and but, uh, but why what do you mean by that like they just they don't yeah. like they have adverse reactions like paranoia, like crazy paranoia or, or, um, you Joe know, Rogan says uh, he likes panic, that though. panic attacks. He says he likes the paranoid cause it like, I don't know. I mean, I, if you enjoy it, then whatever that <laughs> more power to you. But, uh, most people don't like the paranoia and don't like panic attacks. And so, um, you know, I learned early on never really to bring somebody in on it like if if, if you, somebody wants to try it cool sure, but i'm not yeah. going to go hey man you really should try this because i've experienced that twice in my life where i've said hey you should try this it's awesome and then they had severe panic attacks i'm like oh never again what's that been like um, you live in two states now that basically it's now 100 percent legal like it's just when you walk out the door it's just clouds of smoke everywhere and everybody's <laughs> just walking around like zombies no eating doritos everywhere you know? there's no difference you know honestly here's the way i feel um i know there's some drinkers out there and you know i my wife and i love some good beer tequila or whatever or i love uh rum, you and, know, coke. Uh, rum and cokes and, and and uh so forth um but i'm not a heavy drinker i drink maybe three times a year you know um so, but my experience being around drinkers and being around stoners is I totally would pick the stoners any day of the week. Yeah. They're, they're just more fun to be around. I've been around too many, like going to concerts and shit. It's always the drunks that are getting yeah, thrown out fights. and causing all the yeah. problems. Yeah, it, it's, and it's just, and, and, you know, one side of my family are total alcoholics. And, and so um, I don't 
the, the I only know a couple people that have a real pot problem. Um, and that's mainly because they have a control problem. They don't know how to moderate stuff in their lives and it's not just pot, you know? Yeah. And so anybody can do too much of anything, even good stuff, you know? And so, um, it, I, I really, it's a person to person thing and, and, and whether it works for you or not and, and how you use it and what you're wanting to get out of it, you know? Yeah. But I definitely, the CBD does work for a lot of people. And, uh, if it's working for you, man, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's one of those, like, I've had a few people ask and it's like, I don't know. I don't like, that's so hard to like gauge. Right. Like, I'm sure there's control studies or whatever they can look at, like, blah, blah, blah. But like, how, uh, like how much of an effect does a placebo effect have? Like literally you can be told, Hey, yeah. this is a magical. Yeah. It's going to, you're going to have no more pain after this, but it's completely fake and they'll still have positive results. So like, I take it. It's like when uh, Rogan had that guy on that talked about um, hip, hypnotism yeah. and uh, how certain people are more susceptible to hypnotism than others. And that's potentially the same with a placebo. Probably more people are susceptible to believing something is working if they're told it's going to work, even if it's not really. I don't know. Um, you know, that, that, it's really an individual's decision to make I, I i don't like swaying people one way or the other uh but rich uh sativa all the way for me too man yeah i haven't done i've smoked pot twice uh when i was Wait, like when? a young teenager oh. i don't remember it and then like uh on my bachelor party but i was so drunk it didn't i don't think oh see when i when i think about my life and drinking versus smoking pot when i used to drink boy i was like i was a high school drunk so i drank a lot in high school i played football and i drank and i used to do this i was a stupid drunk so yeah. all my friends knew it and when we played quarters or whatever they would always you know stack it against me i was the one that was getting plastered drunk first you know and as a freshman in high school i was hitting on the the a college quarterback's girlfriend at a party you know like that kind of stupid like yeah. You know, or hey guys, let's go light some fireworks off in the dry field across the street. I was just a stupid drunk. Uh, the worst I've ever been with smoking too much pot is I've you know fallen asleep before I wanted to. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so for yeah. me, it, it's what I prefer. And, I had a I had a run in with whiskey about uh, what was it? What was it? Chat a month and a half ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. So have you heard I, about this story? Pirate stream. Um. So I think the stream started at like 10 o'clock oh at night and we ended at 7.30 in the morning. And I went through basically a half a fifth of, of whiskey, whiskey and rust. So like it was a community night. I was doing drops, good vibes, by the way. So like this is one of those that was just good yeah. times. Chat was losing their mind. They were gifting yeah. subs. They were just, they were trying to break me. It was a good did time. Did you delete the stream the next day? Yes, but I don't know how I did it. <laughs> No, no, I didn't. Not the next day when I got, oh. I don't, I didn't even remember getting off the computer. That's how oh. drunk I was. But yet I had the, I don't know. So at like three o'clock in the morning, uh, I don't know if it was Bear Claw or if it was Sev. And they're like, dude, you should just call Russ. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to call Russ. I was like, he's, he's got a family, guys. I, and I was like, but I can send him a message on Twitter. And so like I hopped on Twitter, <laughs> sent him a message. And next thing you know, 10 minutes later, he's in chat and we're like, dude, you know, and of course I'm like, I'm like, I'm so drunk. Like, and 
I can he gets imagine. he gets on comms and it was just like four hour uh, anyways long story short he stayed with you for on uh, for oh a yeah long time? and apparently he was trying to wow. like he was trying to get off like say good night and it took him like half an hour because i kept like <laughs> like i don't even and i don't remember any of this like i, I have like snap it and, and just so like and, and it's funny because i apparently i deleted it i don't know why and so there's a few memes uh, going around. We have a new uh, 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 emote um, because of it. Um, and uh, Let me see the emote. It's, uh, it's throw it's, it up there, guys. It's, it's that one. It's I was <laughs> there's a me there's a <laughs> there's a meme. Oh my! Like I thought that one meme of that one I forgot what it's called or whatever. I thought that was like because there was some post on like Reddit on the outreach. And I th always thought it was me because it looked like me. The feels good man. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. I don't know. I was so drunk. That's Barry Claw, he changed his in-game name. And I was like making Star Wars references. And he was like, mm -hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. And so, yeah, no, I, one, I was like, look, that's your pirate stream. I haven't done that one in like six years. So there you guys go. He comes out every got, once in a while. You got to do a, get a, a stone stream, dude. Well, like, and, and it's gone. So, yeah. like, if you if you weren't there, it's just a story. Which I wasn't. It's just a story for me. It's just a story. And so, like, everyone who was there, you had a night to remember. But for everyone <laughs> else, special. you didn't miss out on much. Other drunk than nights are for uh, a drunk hobby. Only so maybe head on over to his Patreon. <laughs> yeah, the people are like, you should do that every Friday night. I'm like, yeah, no, totally. no, like that's not. Yeah, no, I uh, sub only drunk. Well, I've told you, like, I I would be totally down to get. To get, like I'm wondering when it's. Do you think ten years it'll be legal everywhere? I mean, at this do you think point, it's going to federal go federal legal? Are they are they pushing for that? Like I don't keep up with the you know the cool kids. Yeah, I don't either because since my state's legal, I don't really give a shit. But I to hear the the way I feel about it is that it's it's money that they either decide to take or not take. You know, from taxing it. So, um. I feel like, yeah, 10 years, it's going to be pretty much in every state. And once it's in every state, then there's really going to be no choice to, but to legalize it federally. But who knows, you know, like, I ultimately, I just have no idea which way things the are going to go. The money's too strong. I just don't see it turn. It's like, a lot of money. You... And then science, yeah. like actual science yep. coming out. And yep. like, it's a cultural thing yeah. though, right? Do you think every like. Absolutely. Well, every it, flower it, it, child's finally going like, oh, thank God, finally, you know, like my dad is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, a, the the whole pot industry was um, basically villainized fr from multiple directions. One is um, extreme conservatives saying it's a gateway drug. Um, number two is uh, the alcohol industry. Uh, number three is the paper industry because paper. You do, I didn't know about yeah. that. Like, yeah. it was one guy Tons. that basically I mean, it's didn't want too, dude. Yeah, they didn't want hemp to take over, so they made yeah. they basically villainized. I didn't know anything yep. about this little history lesson. Yeah. I'll go down that is basically they created a campaign to smear hemp and its association with obviously yep marijuana, which no one even knew that's and then laws were passed and they didn't even know what it was and and so forth. So I feel like it. So has nothing to do with the even culture there. That's a, that's a, uh, um, well, you, yeah. I mean, that's like a everything business. dude money. Yeah. You can always kind of follow the money at yeah. the root of almost everything. It was corporate espionage. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was industries wanting to protect themselves, even the cigarette industry, like just everything there. So there's big money just saying, nope, not going to happen. Um, but I think now that, you know, I think it's a little bit of a Pandora's boxing and it's open and there's no going back. Um, because you're seeing states that are benefiting from it financially, the tax money, and you're seeing the medical, you know, uh, evidence. And yeah, I just think there's no going back, but there's a lot of things I've thought, man, over the last, you know, few years and never thought we'd be talking about or dealing with and we are so who knows so what's your um plans with the boat like are like like maybe short term do you have like work you got are you gonna repaint it are you gonna oh dude everything is about projects when you get a boat so it's just a matter of prioritize prioritizing them um i want to maintain it but i also want to slowly restore it um and uh you know and and yeah we we got to haul her out have it bottom painted and are you gonna do that yourself as much as possible. Everything that I can do myself, I'm going to, except for when it's something like, I'm not gonna take planks off it and replank it myself. You know, I'm, we thankfully we have great wood boat working people here. So whenever it needs to be, I'm gonna have it absolutely professionally done because it's the safety of my yeah, boat and my family. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have so many plans, dude. Like, you know, for one, it's a getaway for my family and for us to go camping and this boat is uh can be fully enclosed with canvas in the back so that the open cockpit is sealed and we can go out in the winter and even just going down to the marina and spending a night in it and and you know uh cooking on it and all that it's it's got a full but galley just the travel you guys can yeah. hop in and go to we can dude there's a thousand destinations in the pacific northwest from um you know the puget sound the san juans going up to canada going further up into the first part of alaska there's just a million places we can go i'm going to go everywhere i can i'm going to document it all i'm basically going to be upgrading everything i've shot so far which maybe this is a good time to play that video um everything i've shot so far has been on an iphone 6 plus um i'm getting some gopros i'm getting a drone i'm getting an underwater drone you want to play it right now yeah, let's play it and then I can talk more about what I'm going to do.
So yeah, Darren is the uh, the mentor, the captain that I was talking about. He's the one that popped out the window there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm uh, Tam. I have music rights, and I will be buying all kinds of equipment, including outdoor mics and all that stuff. It's just a matter of, um, you know, when you have a boat, you got to put money into that. So I got to slowly upgrade my camera equipment and um, and as well as maintain my boat. I mean, but, I I think that works for especially yeah, right it, now. Yeah, it definitely works for now. Um, you know, and I'll, so if you want to follow along what I'm doing, I highly recommend head on over to discoverpnw.com. That's my website. I've got my YouTube channel up and uh, I'll be posting regular content and it's going to be a lot of different things. The, the Pacific Northwest is freaking beautiful. You know, North Carolina is beautiful. I was uh, pretty stunned by the, that state as well, but, um, coming from California and the redwoods and everything, you know, I thought California was beautiful and certainly parts of it are. Um, not necessarily right now with all the fires, but, uh, it's just amazing up here between, you know, you've got everything from the ocean and sea level, um, every direction you look, it's mountains and, uh, trees. It's either green or greener, um, here with the Olympic mountains, right on the other side of it, you've got a actual rainforest, the whole rainforest, which is just phenomenal. Um, you know, you can go from sea level up to snow, all kinds of just beautiful beautiful spots up here not including you know vancouver island and going up to alaska there's just tons of shit to see up here and i'm you know that's all what discover pnw for is for me obviously it's discovered territory right but for me i'm discovering it for the first time i'm falling in love with the pacific northwest and that's what i'm going to share through my channel is just and it's going to be everything it's not going to just be my boat but that's going to be certainly a means to get places that i can't get otherwise um, but I'm going to be getting my aerial drone and, um, you know, and being going on hikes and just th that's what it's going to be. I need to be outdoors more. I need to be off this fucking computer <laughs> more, yeah. you know, and, and out there experiencing life with my family and stuff and like you that. You so, said you, uh, you're running or and yeah, hiking. Dude, like, I was like, what? Everything. I know. Who are and you? It was, it, <laughs> it was getting off the computer. It was, you know, NGNG made it so I had to be around my computer all the time, basically on call and watching social media feeds and all that. It was poison, dude. It was poisoning my body and my soul. And so a lot of what I've been doing has been to come out of that. And, and basically it's been rehab. Um, and, and what a thing to throw myself into. I'm excited about it. Um, it's a lot more tame, obviously, you know, I'm still an ACDC fan and I love my metal, but uh, I'm just finding, you know, a love for nature up here. 
the wildlife dude i've never seen more bald eagles in my i've seen more bald eagles in one day than i'd seen in my entire rest of my life going back um you know not to mention orcas and dolphins and just freaking everything it's it's amazing i love yeah. it and it's 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 my new passion well um i still feel like you need an outfit and now you got the boat yeah you need the outfit you got to establish yeah. and then you can you know you can literally well, say feel, i'm the captain now i felt That's... like i could maybe do a han solo outfit again you know though mm. because i'm part smuggler i don't yeah. know yeah I, <laughs> you're not going to be seeing me wearing a captain's hat probably but all right, we'll see. Sorry, I had no, someone okay. come in here and was about to make noise into your cafeteria. Yeah. Hey, we've been going for a long time though, so it's, yeah. it's all right if. Uh, Are you yeah, trying to two hours? No, I know, right? No, it's someone who's not listening. <laughs> Hi, totally. Danny. Still, no, it's not. Oh, it's your mom. Yeah, it's mom interruption. Hi, mom. They're in. Mom, <laughs> I, I love you. Jesus, this is awesome. <laughs> What is she doing? Instead of moving the thing of dog food to the other room and then doing it, she's just doing it right there. Yeah, literally. And then she's giving hi, me the mom. Look. Everyone <laughs> says hi. <laughs> I like waved like what... not a good time. <laughs> that's what do we? That's what moms are for, dude. She... <laughs> and then she gives me the look like I'm the asshole. It's yeah. like, uh... but yeah, no, um. Okay, so you got that going on. I know it's it's two hours. You don't like going, you know, you, your bladders. <laughs> no, you know, I, I get it. You're, it's, it's you got other. Important I just don't stuff want to, to bore do. people. No, no, I, dude, this isn't boring. It's good to it's good to talk. I mean, that's the thing is like, that's that's one of the the big things. Social, you know, socially, I was telling people like just get off social media, go out, interact with people. You know, um, and <laughs> that's right. You know, like, are you on Facebook again? What are you looking at over there? No, um. That's awesome, dude. Just keep it in mind, yeah. if you go up to Alaska, bears are actually not your friend. I just want no, you to dude, know. No, dude, I want to, I want to, th that's the thing. Like, I got to get better equipment so I can take a drone over to where, dude, there's bears everywhere up there. Alaska, I have to say, Washington is a beautiful state. When we went to Alaska, it was breathtaking, dude. If I, I will highly recommend to any of you out there, if you ever get a chance to see Alaska while it's still the way it is now, which the way it is, is just miles and miles and miles of nothing but wilderness, wilderness like yeah. the towns are tiny and very few and far between it is it is yeah, it's because of the bears they're eating them that's why yeah the bears are eating everybody but dude it is beautiful up there and so that's like ultimately one of my goals is within a few years i'd like to take a trip to alaska right. in our own boat yeah i watched um <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> it's like i was going to bed it was like 4 30 in the morning i'm on reddit and I see, I read a story of like t uh, today I learned, and it's about that crazy dude who thought he had a bond with bears. Oh yeah, and yeah. he's just out there in the wilderness and stuff like yeah. that. And I don't know if you know this about bears, but they will eat you alive. They don't kill oh, I you. I know about yeah. I just, I just, I, I just. What was that? What was that movie with uh, Leo? Oh, the Crucible or whatever. Whatever the bear attack. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. yeah, no, bears are freaking scary. No. You know what's driving me crazy, dude, is all these stupid people taking close up pictures of buffalo. Why do people not understand? Because they're removed life? from nature. They think that look, it's like everybody. <laughs> yeah, but how many like ten people get attacked by buffalo and then the eleventh person thinks they'll it, get away with it? Look, it's <laughs> it's, crazy. it's it's because 
you think bears are cute and cuddly and Winnie the yeah. Pooh, and then they eat you alive. And people don't. Re- yeah. be, it's because we have a. It's the same reason where like I actually, I like I, I've never been a. I've never hunted before, but I like I want to have that skill base and respect because again uh you know what's going on right now or to be able to go out and get food for your family and again and stuff like that like that's a skill i think that is lost and the disconnection from nature to where we are and of course like you can't say it well it's not normal to live in a city i mean what is normal i mean but the idea that your people are disconnected from most people dude if you had to kill your own food most people they wouldn't. starve well, yeah, like I've eaten rattlesnake that we've killed. I've eaten squirrel. What when about I was crickets? Young, what about crickets? You... Fuck bugs, man. I'll, I'll, I'll kill an elk and have food forever and I won't have to eat bugs. But, um, you know, like when I was young, my my friend's dad, like I like I, I was a little bit trigger happy. And so we'd go out and we we're hunting and didn't get anything. And I'd see a squirrel run up a tree and I'd shoot it. His dad made us eat it, you know, uh, yeah, shot a rattlesnake took its life. made us eat it. Yeah. yeah. And so there became that connection with the you were food. an asshole i was dude i was a total asshole but um you know like and being a butcher like i can shoot my own animal and i yeah. can dress you've, it yeah and you've I done can, that yeah. i don't have that i want that though like i want that it's ability. a good skill to have and it's also it i think it definitely helps to understand the importance of our food and and understand the way it's being processed or not processed or you know like i love the there's nothing better than buying local meat and food north north carolina dude has one of the best states i've ever been to for like every freaking restaurant you go to serves local food meat and vegetables um and it makes the food taste a hundred freaking times better and people don't understand uh that and and so we try really hard to buy locally uh but uh, unfortunately from covid um all the local farms have been running out quickly we're not we don't we're not set up with an infrastructure to do that unfortunately but if we did we would enjoy our food so much better but if you can ever go out and learn how to hunt and get your own food man you'll you'll be amazed at how much better it is than the processed shit that's been you know has preservatives and salt and all kinds of shit in it um it's just and, and it is and just kind of that connection with your food I, I appreciate that's one another thing about Rogan that I appreciate. He's, you know, he, he well, I think, well and... I think it's funny because you meant at the very beginning of the podcast, you said things tend to, I don't know if you said they happen for a reason or whatever, or like that idea of destiny or fate or whatever, but like the idea of like some things sometimes happen and you reevaluate, you know, your, maybe not your life or your direction, but sometimes let's just, let's just, you know, it is what it is, but like of, you know, we had a big house, you know, now we don't, you know, we don't own a home yet. Now, you know, it's like, okay, well, what are our actual priorities? Hey, we want to start a family. Well, you don't need a, you know, we, we, okay, let's, let's look at that. Okay. Well then can we enjoy going and doing things? Well, that means having, uh, you know, less overhead and more savings to be able to go and do a trip or do whatever, or like, oh, you want to own some land in the mountains? Well, we have to save up for that. So, like priorities, I think have definitely, uh, I would definitely say shifted. I mean, it looks like your priorities are shifted as well. You, you've realized the value, um, not that you didn't before, but maybe it just wasn't put in perspective because doing our jobs and stuff, you were, you know, like the, I was you know, ultra focused and right. it, you know, it, 
my family's always been a priority, but um, I think it became more urgent now. You know, like I I really feel that I'm. Well, you had to. On in the, yeah, but, well, I had to, but also I, I feel like I'm getting on in the years, and my daughter's getting older. She's turning uh, ten in a couple months, and um, it, which is insane. Yeah, and, and, and so we were just watching videos of when she was a kid, and it was, feels like yesterday. And so life flies by, and you know, yes, definitely priorities change as you get older, and and you get more experience, and and you learn what matters and what doesn't. Um, all I can say is, uh, you know find what you love find what you want to do and do it you know it doesn't always work out for everybody not everybody can do their dream jobs or whatever but you know maybe your job isn't the dream maybe it's what you can do because of your job is a dream but man find the things that matter to you and just uh hold on tight because time freaking flies by like the 10 years that we were uh you know mech warrior kings or whatever yeah i mean whatever we were I'm getting gray hairs. I don't know. If yeah. yeah. <laughs> you laughing, Welcome. but like I had longer hair. I buzzed my head. Uh, but um, before that, my <laughs> Danielle one day was like, you got some gray up there. I'm like, no, I don't. That's the sun ray casting and stuff. And then as I got longer, cause I didn't cut it cause of COVID I was like, Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Look at all this. It was like a million of them. I was like, it's yeah, happening. Well, so you're it's talking happened. about kids. Wait till you have kids. Kids will give you gray hair. Oh man, <laughs> we've we've got. So we were gonna start. I guess to be a publicly, uh, we were gonna start trying in June, um, but uh, with COVID and stuff. And then she's got. Um, she has to have surgery uh, before we can. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll talk more on that as as we go. But she has to have a surgery that uh, has to happen. So another unexpected. Uh, kicking the balls um it's so life, we're hoping yeah sometimes. hope to get that solved but then it's like okay like we're just not gonna wait around any longer because it's like well when is the perfect time there is no fucking perfect time there's never a perfect and time it's That's like what i was saying earlier is that everybody waits for the someday and the someday never comes and, and you know <laughs> just fuck it we're doing i mean uh, that's the thing is like in the deep end yeah i mean and so that's like uh that's what we've been that's yeah that's what basically is, is going on and so Hopefully within the next maybe two months, we'll, we'll like, so I look forward to hearing the good news, man. Oh man. I don't even know. <laughs> and then watching you suffer. Um, I know all of you, you guys no, are like dude. a cult. No, you guys it's, are, no, it is our good friends. Are, some world. of them are on their second and like, they're mm -hmm. like mm, one of us. And then they're like, you're gonna, it's going to be the best thing for you. You're never going to sleep again. <laughs> like, we're like, what, what kind of, what kind of fucked up like cold is this? Like, what is this? What is going on? Like, I don't even. Don't Nothing even... that has value or that is worth it happens without a lot of work and kids are a lot of work, but absolutely. And I'm, you know, me, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. The best thing that's ever happened to me in my life has been yeah. my daughter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, embrace. Well, I'm not getting any younger. You guys want to go? No, I mean, I'm 36, man. Like, I mean, I mean, hobbits do live a little bit longer than humans, I think. Well, especially but, if uh, they have rings, you know. But I don't yes. have a ring. I didn't get that. Yeah. I'm not a baggins. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let's. Uh, I mean, you've had plenty of time on your hands. Obviously, you got a boat. Um, we. My know, life we... is going to be boats for 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 some. Is months, that all man. your YouTube is? Your search history is boat stuff, or you know, like, are you watching? Are you watch? Is there any series that covers like boat life? Like oh, on tons. Netflix? Like on Netflix? Oh, is there any shows? Well, no. 
Yeah, some documentary style stuff. There's not any yeah. that are, you know, YouTube on Netflix, though. Let's see. What am I watching? I'm, I'm looking forward to watching um, The Boys season two. Um, oh, I haven't have... finished season one yet. Oh, it's a good show. Um, I was trying to think of some movie and TV stuff since we haven't talked a lot in, in a long time about that. I mean, I've caught up on everything pretty much. Um, movies I'm looking forward to. I don't know. I was looking forward to Top Gun. But uh, I don't know when that's coming out now, and yeah, yeah. well, there's a lot said... of cool. I, I, you know, what I watch mostly really now is YouTube channels. I mean, it's either do yeah. it yourself, like learning how to or podcast, to learning how to boat, or learning how to yeah anything, uh, JavaScript or podcasting, or um, you know, or I'm watching podcasts, or yeah, I I I spend a lot of time on YouTube these days. I I discovered listening to podcasts when running instead of listening to music. Just listen to podcasts. That's so like mm-hmm. it's a I great just, time. Yeah, the Stitcher app. I just load up like oh you know. Yep. And I I listen to a variety. Um, whether it's Joe, um, I also listen to um, uh, some veteran stuff. Uh, there's a few Navy SEALs that have a few podcasts, and then um, the Rich Roll Rob podcast. Um, some of his guests are really uh, like those conversations and stuff, but yeah, like I, like I said, I've been thinking about doing something uh, like you, like I I've told Danielle, like we have at least till February here. And so if, and they need 60 days notice. So if we're going to move out in February, then we need to let them know in December. But right. she just, she literally this, this Monday, she just started her one year contract. And so yeah. like, I don't know if we'll make that decision until maybe April next year. So maybe we'll just stay here for a few more months, but I'm, I'm totally for like moving away from the Raleigh area more towards the like near Winston Salem, where you can get land that appropriate place Mm -hmm. and buying. And what I was telling her is I really think about like, hear me out, buying a piece of property, going and buying a used mobile home. That'll fit, you know, everything, plop it down, build a little deck, whatever, um, you know, and then build a house there. And I know she's not a big fan of it, but like, I just, we have friends that are doing that here right now as we speak. And you know, they've got an old, uh, streamlined camp. The thing about RVs and campers, dude, is they're freaking cheap. Like you can get a really nice one with a lot of space for not much money. Yeah. Um, and so if you can get a piece of land for reasonable, you plop one of those on there and then you can really take your time. You know, I mean, the thing that's going to be your, the, you know, pushing you is probably Danny wanting to get out of the, the, the motorhome or the trailer or whatever. Yeah. But, um, it allows you the freedom to not like, I got to build this in six yeah. months cause it's where we're living. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great idea. I, like I said, we we're watching our friends do that. How do we, how do we convince her? That's what we need to do. That is that is the million dollar question. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. That she'll get to build the house that she wants. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, and then we were talking about like still getting property up in the mountains, like one of those days. And like, well, I was my argument was, well, if we get like a trailer or something like that, and we're done building there, instead of keeping it on the property, maybe we then take that up to the mountains. So then it's dual use, and we can just go up there and use it to, you know up until a certain point and then maybe we can start totally, building man. something up there and you know like i don't know it's so are you, uh, you mentioned get go ahead there's a lot of options there's a lot of things you could do 
you know oh you mentioned gaming you're interested in cyberpunk cyberpunk know, and the flight microsoft sim. flight simulator dude that flight sim looks beautiful <laughs> it's crazy. like i don't uh, i don't know if it interests me but like i was watching bike man stream it and yeah. it looks like i'm looking down i mean i'm assuming the technology they had to have done uh what is it that like topographical scans or whatever because the amount well, the satellite of satellite scans oh my god yes so they it was satellite scans now it's pretty accurate like they uh side strafe was playing it and streaming it the other day and he flew right over my the marina i'm at you know and actually he had a, a water plane that he could land so he landed at the marina that my boat's at um the buildings are a little different and in a little different places but <clears throat> oh you can get out part, you can walk around? No, no, you could, oh, okay. you could land the plane in the in the area. And oh my god, I was like around you. What? Yeah. So what I want to do obviously is fly over my my houses that I've lived at and so forth, but it's pretty damn close. Um and just beautiful. And again, that for me it's kind of goes right along with the, the the spirit of um exploration. That's kind of where I'm at now. I'm a little bit more chill and laid back and wanting to explore. That's kind of my my thing now or whatever. So, you know, flight simulator, uh, definitely, um, works for that. But also I've been wanting to play because I had such a great time with Witcher three. I've been really wanting to play cyberpunk. Yeah. I, so I've, I'm looking forward to that. I started playing Witcher three and then I realized I it. the amount of time investment was it's just a huge it game. Was too much. It was too yeah. much. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was way too much. Um, yeah, but, uh, I mean, and really, that, the, by the end, that game really be, became all about um, uh, what's the damn card game? Anyway, I love oh, that card game. Went. I got addicted to it. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah. So I was just going around to get my cards and beat people. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's a. I'm. I think Cyberpunk's going to be pretty awesome. I'm glad it's been delayed to make it better. Like you know, I'm in no hurry whenever it comes out. And yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. But I am, for the most part, kind of keeping away from games. Um, just to because the the only time I really want to spend on my computer now is editing you know, and podcast editing and, and yeah and yeah. being productive and being creative and, yeah. and or whatever. But I'll get yeah. back to games. But I, I think that's that's a great focus for you. I mean, yeah, literally when I for sure. I mean, talking about it, especially at the very beginning of the po like you just you brighten up when you talk about your boat. Unlike I know. that, I know. That. You know, it's funny. My daughter said um, she was talking to my mom and she said. I'm not as excited about the boat as my dad is, but I'm super excited because of how happy it makes him. I'm like, damn, like that was a very mature thing for her to say. And uh, obviously people can see that I get uh, very happy around boats and just you know, like being at the marina. I, like I said, I grew up in Santa Cruz and just the smell of ocean water, the sound of seagulls, um, like on my deathbed, that's what I want. I want somebody to bring in like, um, you know something that makes the air smell like salt and i hear seagull like that's that's my safe space that's my calming you know like i i could be down at the marina every day all day just being at the at the water it's such you, a good place for me i mean okay so like where you guys are living right now do you are you guys gonna put roots down like are you looking at getting a how a rent or are you guys looking at just what, what do you have in any idea about uh, that? Like, Pacific Northwest, but as far as where we are, not sure. Going to see how things pan out um, in the market and jobs. You know, there's so many um, factors that will go into that decision. We love it up here. Um, yeah. I have I have no designs to go back to California. I think Rebecca sometimes misses it, not because necessarily California, 
but because of family. Mm-hmm. Um, but also she struggles still a little bit with the winters up here because yeah. it's spring and summer are perfection, man. Like, yeah. you know, it's a, it's hot everywhere right now. It's we're getting highs, you know, in the mid eighties and that's like a hot fucking day, you know, yeah. that's like, Oh shit, what are we going to do? Um, most of the time you're, you're talking sixties and seventies. It's perfect for me. It's paradise up here. Um, but, uh, yeah, we don't know. I mean, we, we did want to get to Canada. Um, you know, obviously that didn't happen, but we'd considered that too. So we're pretty open. <laughs> like Rebecca joked to me one time about moving to Juneau, Alaska. Um, you know, but, uh, who knows? Yeah. yeah we'll just see how careers go and, and availability or whatever. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where in six months, a year, especially with your, the project and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, yep. short, I plan on just, uh, putting everything into it and having fun and, and, you know, as always, I'd love to make money doing what I love to do, but, yeah. uh, if I have to do other stuff, I will. As, as far as YouTube and that kind of content with boats, it's maybe stupid. I, Cause I don't know. Is there a pretty big like market for viewership of content for that? Yeah. The, the most common thing is people circumnavigating the world in a, in a sailboat. So you'll have um, anything from a young couple to some old, you know, salty sea dog or whatever, doing it by himself, solo or whatever. So they'll just go all over the world, especially in the Caribbean. You get a lot of tropic stuff because that looks good on Instagram and shit. Um, and yeah, there's people, there's plenty of people making a living doing that. Um, and, you know, as far as what I'm doing, trawlers and power boats, there's less, especially what I what I have found is that there's not a lot of people doing it in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and and it, understandable, you know, you, you can get Instagram type pictures up here and, and scenery and stuff like that. But every picture you take in the Caribbean is going to be amazing. Yeah. You, you know, even okay, if your thumbs yeah. over the lens or whatever, you're still going to. So but you're going to focus on the. Pacific Northwest on the Pacific and the Northwest, beauty so. and everything that's there and, yeah. and all the, I mean, from nature, from the to, mountains, to the forest, to the nature, to the ocean, to under the ocean. I do these underwater drones are so freaking cool. I mean, you can literally go down and explore wrecks and stuff, dude. It's crazy. So I, and I want to get aerial, an aerial drone and just, yeah, my, my goal is going to be falling in love with the Pacific Northwest and taking people on a ride with me. People that can't be here, they can kind of live vicariously through me or whatever. Yeah. Do you have any um, trip plan? Like, like you've been on it. Do you have anything like a week, you know, or, or something where it's like? Uh, not yet. Um, we've done day trips. How long would it take you to get to Alaska? A straight shot, probably four days. Okay. Um, it's a lot of gas, we, though. If we make, yeah, but we could have, we have a 400 gallon tank. Um, that's a lot of or two, diesel. Two, two, we have two 200 tanks. 200 yeah. Dude, here's the cool thing. When we bought it, the guy who owned it had no idea. The, the gas gauges don't work. So the only way you know if you're full is to fill it up. And then you keep logs of all your trips. And you know how much you burn. We burn about three and a half gallons total per hour. So every hour that we run at a normal RPM, normal speed, cruising speed or whatever. That's like we're nothing. Burning about, no, it's nothing, dude. That's diesel engine. My car goes through like. I know. What? Like, we can go far and not pay much. It's pretty awesome. But when we got the boat, he didn't know how much gas was in it. And so I went to the to, to fill it up near Seattle. And I'm thinking, oh, God, it's going to be hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So I was only going to put $25 in each tank. 
and then go to another place that had cheaper gas. Well, it stopped at 18 gallons or $18 on each one. He had already had it full. So that was like a free $1,200 worth of gas <laughs> when I bought it. So I was like, yes. But anyway, I mean, that could, I could get to Alaska in, in full tanks. So I could make it wow. with a full tank all the way there. Um, but easily. And uh, yeah, people do it. It's, it's quite a trip. That'll be my big one, though. I, I want to do that when I'm more experienced and stuff gotcha. like that. Yeah. So our next big one will be going somewhere and staying overnight. We've done two day trips, one where we got back in the night. That was scary, but fun. Um, our next one will be staying overnight somewhere for one night. Then we'll go for a couple nights, you know, and just kind of do. You, uh, how do you monitor? Like, do you have something on your boat that monitors the weather? Like, how does that? Oh, yeah. There's dude. It's the same with planes, but apps on your iPhone and iPads and, and laptops are just amazing. You can yeah. see freaking everything okay you can you know all the boats around you what the hazards are you can plot your course with it you can get radar signals overlaid on top of your gps it's the technology today is freaking amazing that's cool if gilligan and the skipper had that technology they would not have been on that island understood yeah no it's cool it's it's really fun um so what i usually have is my boat has a gps my boat has a radar and i have a fathometer or depth finder um and then i also have an iPhone or an iPad that is kind of redundant. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Yeah. It's fun, fun stuff. Well, man, I'm excited for you. I think it's fantastic. I can't wait to hear more about this. That's definitely, I don't even, I'm super excited for you and your fam and it's good to talk with you. It's been a while. It sucks that we can't, you know, game as much anymore, but I know. It's all right. You know. One of these days, maybe. Well, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe knows? cyberpunk. That's coming out soon. No. So yeah, but it's single player. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can share stories and God somewhere, and sometime. All right, man. Well, uh, I'd like to say thank you again to uh, everyone out there for showing up, and thank you for Absolutely. taking the time. So good to see you. Um, and if someone again, can you? You want to drop? Uh, I'll drop it. It's a uh, um, let's see. Discover PNW. Discover PNW. Dot com. Um, there we go. Dot com. And then you've got your uh, social on there as well. Twitter. Yeah, you can see all of, yeah, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so, yeah. are all on there. I'll, I'll and I will not be discussing politics on any there. of those. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and drop those links. So make sure to head over there and get him some uh, follows. But uh, Darren, it's been a pleasure. Make sure to say hello Likewise, to dude. the wife. And, yeah, you too. Pass it on to and, the to uh, your ladies. Yeah, I'll I'll reprimand my mom for interrupting our <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and then give her a hug, and give her a hug. Be like ah, but um, yeah. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to talk again, and and you know maybe one of these days I'll get a get a ride. Who knows? Yeah, happen. It'd be but, awesome, uh, dude. All right, man. We'll have, well, a, hey, we'll have think... a mech reunion on the boat. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I've thought about doing an, another MetCon. Uh, obviously, COVID and stuff, so it may not be for like NGNG a NGNG Con. Yeah, I, I thought about like doing like a like a an actual legit. So when we, whenever I think we should get like I think we should get a few of us and have a party and go out for a weekend on the boat and just uh, yeah. just camp and and barbecue, dude. It's got a grill on the back deck. It's got a full kitchen too, so it's got a stove and. Uh, see that's what's good yeah. you can anchor sorry tell you can anchor yep. offshore go yep. to shore on your little dinghy yep. camp out get back totally well you can camp on the boat the boat's got four beds yeah 
yeah i mean so you can camp on the boat you can camp on shore there's so many things dude but it would be fun to to do a little reunion I mean, someday we could talk about your dinghy a little bit more but you know, <laughs> I don't know if we have time for that so. i have dinghy envy though because you know i don't have an outboard working right now so i see everybody zipping around in the outboard so i have dinghy envy all right well, show me your dinghy maybe I'll we'll get that dinghy fixed one day or maybe it's just an age thing i don't know yeah. but uh, it's been a pleasure dude i will see you later and of course all of you guys out there make sure to go follow him out those links Let's give him uh, some love and follow along with his adventures. And uh, we expect a outfit to appear in the near future and uh, mm -hmm. establish. We'll you see. Know. But, I'll um, get my corn pipe like Popeye. I don't yeah, know. That sounds good, man. Well, hey, have a great right, uh, day. I'll see you later. You as well. Later, guys. Later, bye.